Welcome everybody to episode 95 of the ADV podcast. It is a jam-packed one. We've got a lot to talk about as far as the Olympics are concerned. Yeah. A lot of drama going on there. We've got other things to talk about too though, so don't worry. It's not only about the Olympics. It's the usual kind of show. So not like an Olympic super mega episode. Yeah. Are we going to just... Uh, it feels like we're falling. You think we're falling? Look at the camera. Oh, the camera's a little bit <laughs> off, isn't it? Anyway, it's it's at a Dutch tilt. It's at a Dutch because tilt. Because I'm, I'm actually... We're literally falling. I'm actually not taller than Seamilk. We're actually the same level on our chairs here. I, I don't care about that. It just literally looks like we're falling off the screen. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. That's life. It's a Dutch tilt. Anyway, guys, uh, let's get started with what's new, We get where we talk about what's new in China. And we promised you guys a new rap um, from Cardi C. I need to scooch in because... I'll scooch in a little. Okay. I promised you guys, well, we promised you a new rap. So we're going to play a new rap for you. And then we're going to tell you what it's all about. So we're just going to jump straight into it and show you this uh, rap, shall we? All right. This time, should we just let them hear the whole thing? Or 30 seconds. So yeah, Okay. And then we'll explain it. We will. Okay. We're going to get ourselves out of here. Enjoy. I have the courage of the tiger, the strength of the tiger, the passion of the tiger, I'm a hoot. Determination of the tiger, the confidence of the tiger, the friendliness of the tiger, I'm a hoot. Don't underestimate me, though I look like cat species. Keep following my lead, I'm the biggest kitty you see. Apex predator troubles my prey, I swallow hardship, I do what I say. Cause worse tigers, no need to hurry. Come along, join with who? Wish it 2022, be courageous, determined to. Be real, be calm, be cool, we are. The confident, passion, the who? Right. Okay, now it's it's cringe. Somebody said I'm ready for this tofu drag podcast. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> one <laughs> one thing that we tried to explain last time for those of you who don't know, this uh, particular person here works for the Chinese government um, and is very well connected. Although Cardi C, yeah, Cardi C. Uh, outward appearances, you would think that she's just a um, a content creator, a, a, a vlogger, someone who makes videos where she just sings music. This atrocious attempt at a song that you saw here was broadcast during the new year's gala can you explain how important that is the new year's gala is like imagine you're gathered around with your family and you're like around christmas time and it's like you watch the grinch or something right you have your traditions now imagine that importance times a hundred because at Chinese New Year, the family gathers around and watches this thing called the Chinese New Year Gala, put on by the Chinese government yes. on CCTV. And it's like hours and hours of the most influential people. Yes. You're going to see the you're going to see the leaders. You're going to mm-hmm. see the the biggest uh, top business owners, mostly party affiliated people. The uh, kind of sel- hand selected performers, like you would see in uh, performing in Manhattan. Right. Yeah. Somebody like a Beijing opera singer that you might see like hand selected by the government to go represent China. Yeah. That was played here. Yes. During that. That's how important this is. Yeah. Right. We cannot reiterate just how important the New Year's Gala is. There's nothing quite like it anywhere else in the world. You know, sure, you'll have everybody watches like Home Alone or something during sure. Christmas time or something, but it's not even anything it's that like times that. 100. It's, it's kind of like a, a almost mandatory thing that everybody watches. Yeah. Um, and. Because families are all together in one place, even if some of the younger people don't want to watch it, yeah, the grandparents are going to have it It'll on. It'll be on. You know, or the parents, like the parents will be having it on. Sure. And of course, there are some very special announcements from the government during that time, wishing everyone a happy new year. And it's like a big variety show. Yeah. It's mainly just a bunch of propaganda. Sure. Um, Nowadays. Yeah, these days. And then, of course, she appeared in there. So if anyone had any doubts as to you know how high up she is when it comes to 
the Chinese government and uh, propaganda for the Chinese government. I mean, this is huge. Yeah. So go. think about this. Someone in the propaganda department planned mm -hmm. out the gala, right? Yes. And they said, we need to have like all these kids like rap now. We need to get a rapper. So they yeah. checked the party roster. Who do we got for a rapper? They literally have thousands of very, I know personally know talented rappers in China. Of course. Very talented people, more talented than people I met here in America. Yeah, Honor and, of the Ghetto, I met those yeah, guys. Yeah, there's, there's very talented people. Yeah. People that play their own instruments, people that have very good flow and write their own lyrics. Yeah. And they chose Cardi C. They and chose that is, her. I think, is going to be my new go-to. I used to tell the story about nepotism, about when you go to get something translated in China, it's always mm -hmm. somebody that selected through nepotism that doesn't yes. even speak English. Correct. Meanwhile, there's literally millions of people in China that can speak better English that would die for that job that yeah. don't get it because their uncle's not a party member. Correct. This is exact. This is my new example for nepotism. This is absolutely nepotism. That's yeah. the only reason she would have been chosen. Anyway, um, let's listen to it one more time. So we will, so everyone else can. Um, if you're just tuning in. Cringe. But you, you know, the thing is, one thing you need to know, by the way, in case you're a little bit confused, who, she keeps saying who, H-U, that means tiger. Yes. Okay, so in, in Chinese, who means means tiger. Hmm. All right, so let's take a look. You sure it doesn't mean Botox? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. I have the courage of the tiger, the strength of the tiger, the passion of the tiger, and the who. Determination of the tiger, the confidence of the tiger, the friendliness of the tiger, and the who. Don't underestimate me, though I look like Caspi Sheese. Keep polo in my lead, I'm the biggest kitty you see. Apex predator troubles my prey, I swallow hardship, I do what I say. Trust worsening tigers, no need to hurry. Come along, join with who. Wish you 2022, be courageous, determined to. Be real, be calm, be cool, we are. The confident, passion, the who. Yeah, you know. I feel like the audio quality is worse than like a B movie. Yeah. I want to know what, like, I may look like cat species. That is such a uh, Chinglish thing. Yeah. Because, like, you, I'm, tr I'm trying to think about this logically to explain to people that don't speak Chinese. But, like, imagine, imagine if you took a, a lyric in a different language and you just completely translated it. It makes yeah. no sense in English. Yeah. Like the, the large Popeye or yeah, whatever that yeah. one. Yeah. Like you're That's going, still my favorite. Yeah. You're going for big words here. Yeah. You do yeah. a direct translation with Baidu Translate, which is way worse than Google. They should, yeah. they should be just using Google just use at Google. this point. Mm -hmm. uh, what's all with this? What is this? What is uh, all this, like? That's what rappers do, man. Is it? Yeah, I forgot. Cardi C. Yeah. So Cardi C, congratulations on the nepotism. I'm starting to worry about how connected she actually is. You better lay off. Yeah, she's in the freaking <laughs> in the gala. Yeah. Anyway. That's a big deal. So there's uh, your cringe rap for this week. Yep. Um, let's. Uh, they keep feeding it to us. Yeah, they keep they keep going and going and going. It's kind of ridiculous. I kind of like last week's one more. Yeah. Anyway. Now we have to talk about this uh, mascot. You may have seen this. This is the mascot for the Beijing 2022 Genocide Olympics. You're really cut off, dude. Am I? Why am I so cut off here? I don't know. Here, yeah. I'll move. I'll move down. Let me move yeah. down. Okay. All right. Sorry, we're yeah, always sorry. having the technical we're, issues because we're falling. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, this is the mascot, and its name is what's it? Dwin Dwin. Bing Dwin Dwin. Bing Dwin Dwin. So I'll explain the name. So yes. this is a panda, obviously. Panda is China's national animal. Um, they tend to take them back, by the way. I like to explain panda diplomacy for a second. Sure. Panda diplomacy is something that the CCP created. And if you're in good favor with the Chinese government, 
they'll give you a panda right mm-hmm. you put it in your zoo yeah in your country so they started to realize that hey we're going to be enemies with america now so they <laughs> took back the pandas yeah i remember i remember when that happened when we were still down in la they took it out of the San Diego was it, zoo. oh that was when we were there yeah oh okay i thought that was a while ago yeah oh so that was a xi jinping effort <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly wow so they take back the pandas but anyway panda national animal of china says bing dun dun now, Dun Dun, Dun is like Tang Dun, which is mm-hmm. in Tianjin. They have Tang Hulu, which actually I have a picture. Yeah. Can you pull it up? Oh, yeah, we have a picture? It's after all of this crap. Oh, so I'm going to just have to fast forward through. Just a little bit. I just want to show people. Okay. Let's get through this. We'll right. talk yeah, about right this in a that. second. Yeah, that's some great stuff. There you go. Tang, tang Hulu. Tang Hulu. Crab uh, apples, basically. Yeah, it's like crab candied apples. crab apples. Yeah, dipped in sugar and they candy them. And Tang Dun in, in Tianjin, this area of China, kind of near Beijing, they... Um, they call it that. So the original prototype for... Can you put it back on him? Oh, yeah. I'll get back to it. The uh, original prototype for this... I mean, to be fair, this dumbass-looking bear mascot, which looks like shit to me. <laughs> it doesn't look um, good. And no offense to pandas or anything, but it looks literally looks awful. It looks like a knockoff, and it's 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 not even a knockoff. Yeah. But anyway, it's... Um, it's the prototype is based on the roundness of the the dessert, right? That tang hulu, that treat. Mm-hmm. Um, and dun 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 could also kind of very archaically translate as like stocky because he's kind of stocky, chubby. That's right. You know? That's right. There's also this other one. There's this uh, lantern. Uh, it's Shia Hong Hong, I think is his name. Rong Rong, Shia Hong, uh, Rong Rong. Oh yeah, there's a, a lantern yeah. mascot, but that's not who we're talking about here. No, who we're talking about, about Bing Dun Dun. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to Beijing 20, uh, 2008. They had these shitty looking mascots that they loved in China. I always thought they looked yeah. pretty bad. I don't know. Like I had a lot of people tell me they were bad omens. Because oh, remember okay. in 2008, there was a Sichuan earthquake. And there was a couple of other True. like scandals and things that True. happened. Um, it wasn't the Borshi Borshi Lai Lai, thing. Yeah. There's a lot of things that happened in 2008. So people started to call the mascots bad omens. Sure. But they are still pervasive all over Yeah, you China. still see them. I mean, you'll still get gifts from Chinese people, especially older people that are really proud of that. Yeah. It'll be like a teacup with a with a Beijing 20, 2008 Eight, Olympics, yeah, Olympics on it. Now it's this stuff. But anyway, Bing Dun Dun, it hilariously became wildly popular because this time, unlike the first kind of push yeah. for products, they made them limited run. So this original, you can play this out a little bit. This comes in this like plastic shell and everyone's clamoring to buy these things. It comes in like this, right? Yeah. So the problem is, is that they had a a live, you can explain if you want. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, I just got it because it's so ridiculous. So you got this Bing Dun Dun thing. Okay. Selling out. It's wildly popular. Even I think it was a Japanese um, news report reporter or something or reporter on the events he was fell in love with it and he was so happy to you know to be able to get one and so so there's been this madness around this mascot and then they decided that they'd have like a thing where the mascot answers questions yes okay that's right now in your mind imagine what you think this cute little panda's voice is going to sound like well I can I can give you a little hint because the original 2008 Olympic mascots they also gave them voices and they're like Ni hao. yeah it's like, like a little, little like, kids like a cute yes. cute little oh, kind of feminine or you know little you know what I mean you you expect it to be like a kid's squeaky. toy it's like hi I'm yeah here to be it's very kid. squeaky okay listen to what the voice sounds like okay <laughs> listen closely oh yeah on oh, Okay, uh, before yeah. she says anyhow, so it's now it's her turn to talk to the guy, so she, the, to the mascot. So she's like, hi. She wants to ask the mascot a question. Listen to how he, he answers. <laughs> 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 
Let's play that again. Let's play that. Let's play that again. Okay, it sounds like a drunk uncle. So let's just... Hi, you're good. Ah, you're good. I'm so happy to see you. That means like I'm really happy yeah. to see you. Oh, yeah, I'm happy yeah. to meet you. I'm happy to meet you. Yeah. He's like, he's like uh, in an uncle. We call it an uncle voice. Yes. It's like a, it's like a six, fifty-six year old man. Yeah, like voice. With, with a cigarette hanging out of yes. his mouth. Um, and so the, I'm gonna quote some uh, Chinese Chinese uh, just, people just, online. Just one more time. <laughs> so yeah. this okay. is let me quote some Chinese people. I'll translate this. Um, yeah. It says, "Oh no, Bing Dun Dun started talking before. Um, I've been hurt <laughs> when I opened the、uh, Taobao, which is kind of like Chinese Amazon. Yeah, eBay, Amazon,、uh, or, yeah. Yeah, 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 same thing. And I wanted to buy a Bing Dun Dun keyring. I guess they're selling keyrings as well.、Yeah. Um, I would think now think of the voice of a middle-aged man, <laughs> and everyone's like freaking out because、yeah. like they wanted one so bad, but this is spoiled all it's spoiled fantasy. It, yeah, right? yeah. That it's like a cute thing. So、yeah. then to further the damage, yeah. They came up with a jingle, a jingle for Bing Dun Dun to sell them. Yeah, why don't you play? It? Yeah, play.、It. Listen to this. Let's translate that. This just means like I want to. Yeah, I want a Bing Dun Dun. Yeah, but it's like an uncle voice. Yes, it's like it's a like, Baijiu commercial voice. It, it is like I only want a Bing Dun Dun. Yeah. But it sounds terrible. Go back to the.、Uh, mm-hmm. Go back to hold on. I want to play that together with the with, with the, the interview. Uncle okay, interview. drunk uncle. Just so you guys can have a Bing Dun Dun in your. In I'm your pretty、mind. sure he just wants a Bing Long rather than a Bing Dun Dun. You know. Yeah. Okay, let's go for it. That's that's guys. That's gonna be in your head all day. Yeah, if you if you speak Chinese, that you're never gonna get that out of your head. So that is the official mascot of the Beijing 2022 Olympics. And to be honest, that guy's voice. Voicing that is a perfect representation of how the Olympics is going. I agree with you. It's, it's an absolute it's been, disaster. It's been a lot of nonsense going on, which of course we're going to cover in our main segment. Yeah.、Um, anyway, let's see what else is. Oh yes. I just thought this was we, a good we, one. We should thought we should throw this in because we came across this. Now remember. Explain what these selling platform streaming things are. Okay, you get this live stream thing, and、yeah. it's quite common these days. People will live stream, but they're live streaming in order to sell products.、Mm-hmm. So what they'll do is they'll dance with the vegetables, for instance, or they'll I don't know be selling some clothing, and they'll like dance and sing a song and like buy my clothing, blah blah blah. What they what this particular couple, I guess, or this、I'm、this this man、coworkers. and this man and woman over here, what they're doing is they're selling durian, which、mm. is this very stinky fruit. I mean, if you if you've had it, you know it. If you haven't, people had know it, what durian. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like I didn't know durian before I went to China. People, just because of TV, it's so popular now because、okay. people do not, travel shows and stuff. Maybe not everyone watches like Korean dramas like you though. No, 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 no. Like Andrew Zimmerman, Anthony Bourdain, any of those mainstream. Yeah, I didn't、yeah. watch that stuff. So for you, me, no, I'm was, saying now. Oh no, it's、yeah. very, anyway, very popular. They're selling durian, but now.、Yeah. It's very important that you pay attention to this this gentleman over here. Watch his face, okay? Please, just watch his face. We're going to play this, but please, just only watch his face. Here we go. 
一号连接榴莲，榴莲千词儿，榴莲千词儿，到手有两个，啊，五十九块九，啊，到手有两个，啊，捧抽捧抽，啊，吃着很好吃。Um, okay, so I, I don't know if you noticed. I mean, it happens to her you face too. Foods, yeah, but his is the most. It's ridiculous. These um these face filters that they use are just outlandish. Actually, you know, I shot a documentary um in 2019 called um you know Stay Awesome China, and I went to go visit one of those those houses where the women live and they stream. That's what they do for a living. They basically sleep, wake up, do a stream for a number of hours. Then another one takes over. They go to sleep. It's this ridiculous setup. So anyway, they did that face filter thing on me, and I got to sit down in front of the camera. It yeah, made me look pretty, like an alien. You look like yeah. a pretty alien. Like a pretty alien. Yeah. yeah, you know, like with massive eyes and the thin. But you know, it's it's just kind of ridiculous. I don't understand why people can't just be genuine anymore. So, I want to say something. Yes. When I posted this on Instagram, yes, people thought, a lot of people thought that. He was using a face filter to make himself look more manly. Oh no! It's yeah, the opposite. I know. Opposite. I'm not even joking though. A lot of people actually thought they're like, "Oh, he want lol." He wants that stronger jawline. No, the no. App, the the <laughs> no. app is the all of these face filters are designed around the Chinese standard of beauty, which is actually based on the Korean standard of beauty, Correct. which is actually based on the Japanese um, standard of beauty. It kind of goes that way around. Yeah. And this whole like, egg, they call it the egg, right? Yeah, you used to be able to see they had a, have an advert where they have an egg this way, you know, with the kind of like the fat side of the oval is at the bottom, and then they turn it around, okay? Mm -hmm. So the thin parts at the bottom and the fat parts at the top. Correct. And that would be for plastic surgery. Clinics. It's like those '90s like alien things. Excuse me. Yeah, you know yeah. those alien things in the '90s is like far out, and it's like an eight ball and a skull and like an alien face. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. Yeah. So a very pointed chin. Yes. Um, of course. And kind of like a slanty face, like that's that's Chinese beauty standards, and so that's what these filters attempt yeah, let's play to do. So once again, you can take a look at him she's, because she's rapping about durian. Yeah, durian, way. and you know because she's blocking her face with a microphone, it messes up the filter on her face. But you can I, see it there too. You know what bothers me is she's what? like obviously singing some sort of bullshit song about durian, selling durian and stuff. But there's no there's no tune. There's there's no music. <laughs> there's, there's no music. Actually, you know what bothers me is this guy is just standing yeah, there. Yeah, he looks. Dead in his soul, with with earphones on. Yeah. Is, is he even like dancing? Let's see. No, he's not. No, he's just he's standing. 一号链接榴莲，榴莲千词儿，榴莲千词儿，到手有两个，啊，五十九块九，啊，到手有两个，啊，捧抽捧抽，啊，吃着很好吃。Yeah, I I don't really know what to say about that, other than it's just it shows you how. These face filters are just so pervasive everywhere. Yeah, I just wanted people to know that it's not him trying to look more manly. No, no, totally not. And it's not him trying to do anything. The chick wants the filter. Yes, yeah. And he's getting the the secondhand smoke from this. He he totally is. He didn't he didn't want that. <laughs> he didn't he, know why he's pissed off. <laughs> he, that's probably why he's yeah. got his arms crossed. I would be too. He's like, I'm done with this. I'm he already looks pretty handsome. He doesn't want to be turned into an alien. <laughs> no. What the anyway. hell happened? Cool. Anyway. So uh, I guess it's time for us to move into our main segment after a couple of super chats. Uh, yeah, what do you think? Let me check okay, I'm going to check something in a second. Okay, um, yeah, we're good. All right. Um, Let's do it. Yeah, just do the original one then. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, we have uh, Lightseeker with Virus Jansen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Virus Jansen, I'm going to remember that one. Yeah. Jin Wan Ni says, due to this podcast, every Friday the CCP lives in the fear. Oh, they do. Yes, they do. We'll live in the fear. It will be living in the yeah, fear. Yeah, yeah, you will live in the fear. Um, 
Orcavino says, regarding the guy that grabbed the Dutch reporter, do you think he's okay or is he living in the fear for shaming China on international broadcast? That, you know, there's been a lot of interesting um, talk about that. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, we we know somebody who knows the Dutch guy and has spoken to him. Sure. And, you know, it's been happening to uh, a lot of reporters. Usually they don't broadcast live. We, that's not something that normally happens in China. We discussed this yeah. last time. Sure. Usually they just set up, they film their little piece to camera and later gets edited and uploaded. So this happens a lot, but it's usually not caught live. And we know a lot of people who actually still have the recordings of this, but they don't want to release it. We know journalists in China that we actually talked to them after this event. Uh, We won't give too many details, especially about this guy. I don't think he was super pumped that this went viral. No, he doesn't like that Um, viral. He's a nice guy. Super nice, yeah. Anyway, so a bunch of journalists, they were talking about how we were in a group chat. We were talking about how this happens all the time time yes not just for the beijing olympics all the time we know we know already yeah but like for the journal the few journalists that are left over it's constant now they're always being pushed around and stopped yeah you know you can't film there even though they're allowed to yes yeah the annoying thing is that um the chinese netizens then went on to say that um he specifically stood in a in an area that was off limits because he wanted this to happen and all that kind of crap whereas he actually asked if he could film there he was told that he could film there and only when he started filming did they move him along they wanted they didn't necessarily want to like film there he wanted a place that they were allowed to film yeah it was they gave him the the go-ahead you know it's kind of just a bunch of nonsense anyway um Let's do one oh, more. Yeah. Uh, Ehorm says, I wonder if the Super Chat puts me on a watch list somewhere. Oh, you know it. <laughs> I doubt The it. coolest watch list in, in the, the world. world. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's true. Uh, we're yeah. going to hit our soft power. Okay, it's soft power hour. Now we're going to talk about the Olympics. And we're going to talk about how soft power has kind of, I don't know, it's it's not done what they wanted it to do. It's backfired this time. Yeah. So actually, just before we even get into it, mm-hmm. uh, I just want to we can leave it on this B-roll in the background. Sure. Which was just taken the other day. Yeah. It's very recent, by the way. Beijing? Three days ago, yeah. Yeah, big city, I should say. Yeah. And people will know it's Beijing. Yeah, if you Beijing. know Beijing, you'll know it. Uh, anyway, uh, so the Olympics, mm. as we were speaking about prior, you know, the whole boycott thing, mm. it was something that China was so desperate to kind of kibosh. They didn't want any bad press. We actually noticed this in our last podcast when we brought up the Olympics. Um, I believe it was before it even started, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, the amount of unbelievable hatred and deflection that we were getting in the live chats was crazy and you could tell that they were tasked to to stop any conversation about this that's what the wumao do that's their entire purpose for existing so i'm going to talk about this a lot in my upcoming video about why the olympics is so important but to give you a very succinct version the olympics in 2008 was so important for china and I'll get into the leadership and stuff later, but it was so important for China from a soft power perspective because nobody was paying attention to China at the time. Yes. And they put on the most elegant and insane, crazy red carpet performance that the Olympics had ever seen mm. in any country, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden, people are like, oh, you know, it's that poor country, China over there, and China just, they wow everyone. Everyone yeah. in the whole world was blown away. Yeah, they're like, wow, China's come out right. you know, and, and shown us that, it, that it's a, a big superpower and you know. yes and that was a net positive win it was almost the first instance of soft power working mm. in this is a bit of a historical lesson of soft power working for the communist party of china and it also was an example of how kind of china was like we want to be part of this international picture and people are like let's start paying attention to china maybe they do want to play nice 
Right. Yeah. Sorry. Just this this tilt thing's getting. It's getting crazy, to me. dude. We're falling. I'm falling off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's going on here? You're like I'm in a 90s. At the How did you not even notice that? It's like we're in a 90s music video. Yeah. Like, you know. Just yeah. Just move around. around. Yeah. Zooms. But yeah. No, anyway. You, you know, I got to say that I was there during the 2008 yeah. Olympics yeah. in China, and the, they were so paranoid that anything could go wrong that they even locked us foreigners up. As in, I was studying at the Shenzhen University. We've told the story before. Mm. You've probably heard it. Maybe some haven't. But we were told that we would not be allowed to leave the campus. The foreigners, Chinese yeah. people could. Yeah. Yeah. But they were like, listen, our, the teacher who liked us very much actually came and told me and my group of other people. They said, look, if you don't leave here within the next hour, you're not going to be able to leave for the rest of the day. Because the torch was going to be run through um, past the university. Because that part of Nanshan is particularly pretty, you know, along that one road. And they'd set it all up. And they're like, foreigners are not allowed to leave the campus. They were so paranoid at that time. But luckily, we got told beforehand. So me and a couple of mates, we quickly ducked out and went and uh, got pissed. Nice. But, you know, we didn't go out because we didn't want to be, you know, shooed away or whatever. Sure. But they were paranoid. Right. So that's the stuff you didn't see. But the, yeah. the, the performances, the stuff that they showed the rest of the world impressed everyone. So yeah. it actually had a lot of implications for Xi Jinping as a leader of China, right? Yeah. That's another story for another time. But mm. they thought that the Beijing 2022 Olympics, which I don't know how they get another bit. Well, I do know. Yeah. The IOC, the International Olympic Committee, is a piece suck. of shit. But you're going to see how much they suck oh later on. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, um, Xi Jinping kind of you know, thought of this as another potential soft power win. But China yeah. has been facing so much backlash because of how bad it's gotten. Yeah. China was facing a lot of human rights issues before, but it's 10 times worse now. That's the thing, though. In the past... Because China kept opening up, I think a lot of people gave They're them like, a free okay. pass. They were like, look, they still have issues. Yes, the Tibet issue. Yes, this, yeah. this was before the whole Xinjiang yeah. Uyghur thing came yeah. to light. Yeah. And so people were like, you know what? Yeah, they've got some issues. The one-child policy... You know, they're going to liberalize. But they're getting better. So that kind of thing's hopefully going to go away. Look, people are, are able to open their own businesses now. Yeah. People are allowed to have reproductive rights. Now, all this kind of stuff was being passed around. And so it was kind of exam concrete examples of why China was opening up. So yeah. when you have the reversal of that, and now, I mean, I, I, without, with, for lack of better words, China's literally become the new Nazi Germany. Yeah. It's a fascist state. It's uh, a Han It's a racial superiority. State. Yeah. And its, it's laws suggests mm -hmm. that it wants a, a Han majority ethnostate. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it operates as such. And, and the, the rights and the liberalization that we've seen has gone away. So now the press, I think there's this really awful complex that China's gone through is that the leadership doesn't know about mm -hmm. this stuff. Yeah. I think they do to a certain extent. Obviously, they have millions of people tasked with kind of damage control and promoting yes. China's soft power. But at the same time, the top leadership that wants things like the Beijing Olympics don't understand the implications that come with that because Xi Jinping, Li Keqiang, all these people at the top head, they don't have people, they've surrounded themselves with people that only tell them good things. Yes, yes men, right? Yep. Yes, do this, do this uh, bullshit policy that is not a good idea. Yeah. Yes, do this. And, no, and if you don't, or if you're corrupt, you'll be deemed corrupt and will literally kill you. Yeah. or make you vanish or kick you out of the party. So I think what they haven't realized is that this was a, definitely a bad idea, yes. especially around this sensitive time when you're running genocide camps and things like this. When you're doing things that are hyper-focused in the media, people like us are covering it. Even every every single mainstream media is not ignoring China anymore. Yeah. 
The last thing you want to do is have an international Olympics yeah. surrounding and bringing attention to these issues, Correct. right? Yeah. So I think that this is really blown up in their face. And every, I think a lot of these foibles and stuff could have been ignored, like yeah. the, the bad shit that's happening during the Olympics. But because of the hyper attentive focus on, all the, on China in general, we're looking at things like the cheating. Yes. The, the venues, the food, mm -hmm. the leaks, the, the treatment of the, treatment the, of the, the athletes. athletes. Yeah. All of these mm -hmm. things are piling up and getting hyper-focused too. So it's actually a net negative yes. to me, I think, as for a soft power loss. Yes, definitely China. a soft power loss. But they didn't understand that uh, Xi Jinping needed this to solidify his leadership. Because yes. yeah. it was the 2008 Olympics that actually gave him his leadership in the first place. Because he was given political responsibility for those games. And that's because correct. they were so successful, yeah. that's what catapulted him to the forefront correct. to become the new leader of China. One of the worst things that happened. Soft power. Yeah. And this is like, we talk about this like it's a joke or something sometimes. Mm -hmm. But soft power, in fact, does lead to horrendous consequences. Yeah. Like you know, modern day Hitler being in charge of China now. That's right. If without the Olympic soft power win in 2008, we we wouldn't be where we are today. No, absolutely not. So we're going to move into the uh, all the drama. Yes, let's absolutely. Let's start out with like, everybody, please take a look in the background. What do you I see? I hope you're hungry. Yeah, exactly. This is uh, Western call, food. Yeah, it's what they call Western food. Yeah. Okay, so if you look at this, this, this doesn't look very appetizing. No. But this is what they were feeding three meals a day to the, the Russian athlete who felt sick. By the way, I, I added color to this because I did autocorrect. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's color. even grayer than this. I mean, look, when you have the, the eyes of the world on you and you're running this massive billions and billions of dollars that they've invested in this, right? Hundreds of billions of dollars. Who knows? It's just a crazy amount of money. Surely you can make sure that the meals that are served to the athletes are, you know... You know, like literally get prison. Gordon Ramsay to come in and do it. You know sure. what I'm saying? But you know, that's a very typical kind of a thing that you may, you come across in China. For you know, for like shitan. Yeah, for yeah. shitan, which is Western food. Yeah. Um, because I'll be honest with you, that's not normal food that Chinese people would eat. Like, no, you know, no, no, no. That no. that kind of macaroni or whatever you call that stuff, the penne, penne, yeah. penne pasta, is not normal. Okay, you might get idali mientiao, which is just like spaghetti bolognese or with, something. With, in a no, or with like ketchup. Uh, yeah, exactly. Western um, food in China sucks, by the way. Just potato. I don't even just, like you. I hate the phrase Western food. Yeah, I think it's, it's such not, bullshit. Yeah, because it just means anything that's not Chinese. Yes. You know, I always um, hated that. You, you don't you don't eat potatoes like that in China. No. That's not normal. I think that's like a mini chicken or something. What is that? That's like a I, pigeon it looks or something. Like a, maybe a pigeon. Yeah, whatever. It's a small, yeah. small, small bird. F bird of some kind, and some lamb chops, and uh, it's probably baked beans. Now the issue, I think that's actually marinara sauce. But oh, um, oh yeah, for the for the penne. penne so whatever. so the problem with this is, is as unappetizing as this food looks. Yeah. This is oh so these are for star athletes. I'm not saying anyone yeah. should get special treatment or anything. But oh, you should. No, you got to understand. Like athletes need good food because that's what fuels their body. I agree. Right. Now my point is like. I'm just trying not to put anyone on okay. a pedestal, you know, literally with gold medals and hanging up. But like, yeah, sure. it's not what they would feed their own athletes. No. And it's not done, this is not done necessarily maliciously. What what you're seeing here is actually worse than, than the image. Yeah. Because it turns out that the food sources that they were sourcing the food from were contaminated or old, outdated, right? Yeah. The food sources also contained high amounts of hormones mm -hmm. and chemicals. And, it, and there's actually some videos out there that were tra tra some Chinese people tracing the supply chain of food that was supplying the Olympics. Right. And it doesn't surprise me at all because China, the way it works is if there's money to be had, 
let's say the top-down government has a huge budget and they just chuck money at a problem, hey, go source some food, yeah. they will find the literal cheapest option. I'm, I kid you not, I have so many examples of this, even down to a familial level. Mm. For example, I was running a company in China, right? Yeah. And my, uh, my mother-in-law always would look out for me and she would cook v delicious food for me. She always made sure that I was well taken care of. Sure. Right? Yeah. But there was a distant family member in the family that was very poor. Right. So all of us in the family wanted to give her an opportunity. Right. So what she would do is I would pay her mm -hmm. from company funds. And actually, I think my mother-in-law even chipped in just to help out. Yeah. To have her go to the market and then cook food. So yes. she would get, I don't know, 30 RMB. Yeah. Right. To go to go put together the, the meal that my mother-in-law had, had planned out. Sure. Good nutritious food for work. Right? Yeah. Just so I could help her out. Help yeah. out a poor family member. Sure. She would go and buy rotten food mm. at the at the market with her friends that worked at the market, by the way, for a couple RMB. Yeah. Cook that and say she used it up and then pocket the change. And she was in the family. I know. This is a microcosm of this, right? Don't forget there's tenderpreneurship as well. Yeah. So it's nepotism. Oh, you know, we need we need to source food, so let's use uh, uncle or, or, you know, nephew this or, uh, you know, so you understand how it works. There's a lot of shortcuts taken. I just thought there was some personal mm -hmm. anecdotes to throw into this. We know how this works. Yeah. If there's a big... Uh, like you said, tenderpreneurship. There's a big project with his money. Yeah, like you're going to supply the food yep. for the Olympics. Yeah. Let's get, you know, Uncle Ho with his, you know, yeah. he's got a food business. Let's get him to Let's do it. Let's get him involved. And then he doesn't want to do it. No. He gets the money and then he'll pay someone else. It gets passed on. Remember that situation where there was that hitman? And they hired <laughs> they hired somebody to be a hitman and they paid him like, I don't know, whatever it was, 50,000 RMB, right? Yeah. And then he didn't want to do the job. So he uh -huh. paid someone else 20,000 yeah. uh, RMB to do the job. That person then paid someone else 10,000 yeah. RMB. And eventually the, the guy right at the end of the chain like went to the police and they all got into trouble. <laughs> yeah, they you all got I mean? arrested because they like, were like, this is not worth the Yeah, because he's hassle. like, I'm not going to kill someone for 1,000 no. RMB or whatever the last person on the chain was going to say. Right. Yeah, so I mean, that's kind of a good example. That's a great example, yeah. and it's so it, it's common even in the Olympics, right? Sure. And you can see this from the food is just one it's a very palpable mm. example that's easy to understand. But yeah. even the venues, right? Yeah. The areas that things were held, the uh, the conditions. Yeah. I should have thrown in this picture, but this Finnish athlete. Oh, with the, her, the leaking her room flooded, right? Yeah. And you can tell it's this temporary situation where everything is done for face. I'll just change the slides so people don't get grossed out anymore. Sure. <laughs> So look good, yeah. right? Just like those hospitals they built in Wuhan. Yes. They <clears> built these overnight hospitals in Wuhan to, to house all the hospital patients. And everyone's like, wow, this is amazing. Look, they can, 14 days, they can, what is it? Yeah, 14 whatever, days, seven days. days. It was very quick. They but, built all these temporary hospitals and all of them were leaking. Yeah. And, and dilapidated. Yeah. And that kind of stuff happens because the next person tries to make money. And yeah. It's passed Shortcuts. down the line. And construction is quite common in China. Next so, yeah. piece of drama is the venues. Oh, the venues, yes. Stunning venues, I gotta say. I mean, look, when you think of winter sports, you always have this like alpine, um, you know, what do you call those bungalows where you've got the um, little ca the like cabins. fire cabins and, yeah. you know, fire and, and, you know, all the glamorous. I always think of like James Bond movies and stuff. You yes. know what I mean? With a bearskin rug. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's always like that kind of thing. Drinking and like pretty, pretty, pretty women and, you know, like handsome men all dressed up well in their, you know, like the turtleneck jersey, yes, like yes, sipping yes. a whatever, like sherry yeah. at yes. the fire, you know, that kind of thing. That kind of shit. Um, <laughs> not when it comes to the Winter Olympics in China. Not only do they not have snow, they had to yeah. artificially create snow, but they chose this. <laughs> I mean, okay. Is there a high jump uh, <laughs> venue? I would mm. like to explain the logic behind this. Yes. So you will look at this and say, certainly 
they could have picked a better place. Like there are actually pretty beautiful mountains fairly close to Beijing. Yeah. Right. Sure. That they could have done this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, you might be surprised to learn that this was done on purpose. Mm. And this is for a separate reason. Mm. I watched some coverage of this, and I, I suspected this to be the case, but I watched some Chinese coverage of this, and there was some Chinese coverage that was ex exclaiming how this was a good piece of scenery to show yeah. because it shows how developed China is. Yeah. And this is the disconnect mm. of the party versus the people versus the outside world. This is also supposed to be, what, a decommissioned steel mill or something? Yes. So they're trying to show how we're green technology. We're reusing... dual purpose. You know, it's kind of this whole thing. And so a lot of the tankies and so on are, are going on about that. Look how China, rather than just right. letting it go to ruin or whatever, they repurpose it for something right. useful, green technology. Right. But that's a bunch of bull. Okay. But there was also coverage that was saying, look at these, cool, these old cooling towers and yeah. stuff. This shows that we have infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sure. So it's like they, they swung the story in every direction. But at the end of the day, it's an eyesore. It's an eye, it looks horrific. It looks terrible. Right. And it doesn't promote nature. You, you no. wouldn't look at that and say, look at this nature. You'd say, this no. is the end of this is Chernobyl. Yeah, right? exactly. You're <laughs> like, I don't want to be here. This is Apex Legends. Yeah. This is PUBG. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I like this one where somebody took Mordor <laughs> yes. and put it in there because yeah, it's kind of what it, it's got that feeling to it, especially everyone, the macro shot. Yeah, I want everyone I mean, to look at the bottom at the yeah. at the macro. So it's not the, macro, the, the wide. Yeah. Wide, sorry. Yeah. Look at the wide shot. You can see the white thing in the middle. That's actually that's this is the area, and I, I'd like people to understand that yes, they could have picked a better venue, but this is actually quite representative of what of a lot of China looks like. Yeah, when we filmed China in a positive light when we were there. We would always avoid things like we this would on try, purpose. And, and it would be difficult. Okay, no joke. When we used to do all of our ADV China um, videos, we used to, every week I'd, I'd drive up from Shenzhen, take me about an hour to get out of the sprawl, okay? Mm -hmm. You have to get out of the sprawl, and then you, there's a little gap of nature, a very small gap, and then you get into Huizhou. Right. So I'd get up to Huizhou every time. I'd go over to, to our office. We had an office in Huizhou. We had a little bike shop and everything, right? So we'd, what's going on? I don't know if that was. Uh, never mind. So what we do is we'd uh, go up to uh, get get to the office and we get on our bikes and we'd literally have to ride for at least 45 minutes to get yep. away from the, the this, from the factories and the gross trucks. And, the, and that was in a good progress. Remember, and we'd almost die every time because that truck oh, yeah. road. Truck road. And that's kind of not even in a sprawl. That was sprawl. a death road. Yeah. So we'd have to drive a long, ride a long way to get away from this before you could get some beautiful... Like if you watch our ADB China videos, we're usually in some kind of nat natural place. It took us forever to get to those places. And we'd always bump up the saturation. Yeah. Remember? We did that on purpose. It, we lied yeah. in our footage. Yeah. We bumped up the saturation because it would look so gray and it crap. It too bad. But it looks terrible. If you go look at our old ADV yeah. videos, a lot of them, it's like so oh, oversaturated. We would blow it out. And yeah. actually, I have a joke here. Why yeah. You play that. Is that, is that play this next? through here. Yeah. So this is the, the wide shot coming up here. So you guys yeah. can see. So that's the uh, the ski jump in the there's center. The, there's there. the ski jump. You can see it. Okay. Surrounded by absolute hell really yeah, yeah it's not and that cool. but when i look you know as that was going around as a meme yeah before i even my gut instinct was not to look at this like a meme i was like oh china yeah <laughs> you know what i mean that's that's what a lot of china looks like especially in these northern uh, uh central them, provinces yeah, yeah. wow oh. it can be if you've ever ridden a motorcycle like we have through some of these areas oh my gosh. it's relentless you can literally keep riding for like i don't know 12 hours and you will not see anything other than just this factory sprawl and coal trucks and it's it's something to behold is yes. all i can say 
Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, go to the next one. So, uh, I've someone in our subreddit, uh, reddit.com slash r slash ADB China. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the user is John smart 42. Yeah. He decided to fix this. Um, and I think he's riffing off of some of the old hilarious jokes we did about how China oversaturates. Oversaturators. Yeah. Uh, we're get we will get guilty of doing that too. Like we do. Oh, we are old. Yeah. Because we didn't want China to look guess. bad. No, we're trying to show the most positive aspects of china when we were living sure. there so this is a little taste of what we you know what, <laughs> what we used to do <laughs> yeah. this is just yeah. to make it look a little nicer you know like yeah you, you want to go swimming in there yeah it looks great now that green it's field. all you needed to do right it's all you needed to do you fix it yeah that's a 256 grayscale palette you know what we should do because i know that we have um a lot of our old footage we still have kind of the raw stuff most yeah. most of it also, yeah. we should do a comparison and show what it really looked like compared to what we put up on the YouTube videos. And early, we stopped doing that, by the way. It's just that we started doing it after a short period. Remember, I'd come up for like, it'd been a month. And every single time it was this gross gray sky type situation. And we kept making, you can see us making excuses in our videos. We're like, it looks like North Korea again. It's not normally like this, guys. Normally it's nice and blue sky or whatever. But actually, no, <laughs> it's not true. It was only occasionally not I mean, we like do North we Korea. do kind of what the I mean we're not to the same extent like tankies we wouldn't act we wouldn't say there's no genocide and sure. we wouldn't defend human rights abuses we would avoid talking about stuff oh absolutely um, just so we didn't go to jail but at the same time we're guilty as to what some of them do now when they post like they go through their photo album and post the blue sky day that they found yeah right and they're like this is you know look at how amazing it is yeah all the time <laughs> you know? well, I mean you you do, you want to do that because you want people to think that you know you're you, you didn't make a, a bad mistake by moving. Yeah, and you, you, you want people to know you're having a great time. You're having an adventure. Sure. There's so much, so many interesting and cool things to see. Yeah. And it gets depressing after a while, to be honest. Like, you yeah. know, look at the footage in the background here. That's completely unedited, undoctored. That's just how it is. It's That's, kind of, it's kind of a little gray. It's, it's a pretty you know, gray country. It can be. You know, it can also in be incredibly beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah, the thing. It, it can be. That's yeah. why we would try our best to get away from all the gray factory stuff, drive for an hour on our bikes to well, get to that. You know what? Our documentary is Conquering Southern and Northern China where we're a conglomerate of all these beautiful places we've been to. We yeah. map them out and then we go film there. Yes. Right. Yeah, and you can see the best of what China has to offer in Conquering Southern and Northern China. Yeah. We saw some amazing stuff and it's stuff that we it genuinely wanted to show the world because that sure. is genuinely... We want to celebrate the good the stuff. The good side yeah, of China. Sure. Absolutely. Um, anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Let's yes. get back to the drama. So let's talk about Eileen Gu. I'll give a quick rundown Yeah. Uh, since I covered this. So yeah. Eileen Gu, uh, an American citizen, mm -hmm. um, she is an 18-year-old freestyle skier yep. who switched sides, decided to start skiing for China. It's a whole topic, whole different topic. But the point is, is that she is embroiled in some drama because what happened is after she decided to switch sides and start skiing for China, the dialogue turned from, hey, well, the, why did you support all of these you know, human rights issues in America? Right? Yeah, because she's a vocal supporter of Black Lives Matter. And, and, and stop Asian hate. Yeah, stop stuff, Asian stuff hate. Stuff that, that we've also endorsed yes. and supported. So same page there, no problem. But then when it comes to the human rights issues in China that people are not just pressuring her, but like openly talking about right now, stuff we yeah. need to talk about right sure. now, the Uyghur genocide. The lack of human, the complete alienation and destruction of religious freedom, yeah. freedom of speech, Great Firewall of China, all of these massive Hong Kong Hong issues, Kong, Tibet, Tibet, all these huge issues that are Peng really Peng Shui. These <laughs> things that everyone is talking yeah. about. It's not like a, some niche little like yeah. 
after school China club conversations. We're talking about stuff that everyone is talking about and wants opinions and support on. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. You want to go ski for China? Do whatever you want, right? Yeah. You have Chinese. But that doesn't mean you can stay silent on issues that you've talked about in America and then completely, you know, actually uh, verbally abuse people that call you out on on being silent about the issues in China, yes. right? It's calling mm-hmm. them uneducated and things mm-hmm. like this. And you can explain what her her big big to me a big mistake. Yeah, this was here. this really pissed me off. First of all, um, she broke China's laws because you're not allowed to uh, ski for China. You're not allowed to participate for China on behalf of China unless you have only a Chinese nationality. You're not allowed to have a dual nationality. But it just shows you how bullshit the Chinese government is because they make an exception when it works out for them. So she yes. didn't get rid of her American nationality. Because from what, yeah, from what we've seen, it's public the, the, record. the public records don't show that she did not renounce her American right. citizenship. Okay, right. So in other words, she is a dual citizen. So by Chinese law, she should not have been able to compete on their behalf. Correct. But of course... She probably was. China like, has no law, and I just—if yeah. you walk away from this episode knowing anything, please understand that. Yeah, that Chinese law doesn't exist. It's basically up to official discretion Cor- at correct. the time. They can be like, "Oh, you just broke the law," but I don't care. You're fine. That's or correct. they can be, "I don't like you. You didn't really break the law, but you know what? You're going to jail yes. anyway." Correct. So it just depends. Anyway, here's the part that really pissed me off. This really, really got to me. Okay. Somebody, okay, I'm just going to take myself out so we can read this uh, this little conversation that was going on here. So, this is a Chinese woman she, that wrote this, by the way. Yeah, this yeah. is a Chinese woman. Um, Eileen Gu um, was posting on Instagram about like she's having fun and all the normal crap that you get, right? And a Chinese woman posted this saying, Why can you use Instagram and millions of Chinese people from mainland cannot? Why you got such special treatment as a Chinese citizen? That's not fair. Can you speak up for those millions of Chinese who don't have internet freedom? So Eileen Gu replied, anyone can download a VPN. It's literally free on the app store. Now, this is a then let them eat cake moment. Yes. Okay? Yes. Because that's bullshit. First of all, not literally... I'm, I'm, I've got this like Valley Girl um, accent in my head. I know, I know. It's, it's like literally, just yeah. everybody can go get it. You know, it's, this is bad. Yeah, you can't. It's illegal to use a VPN in China. Is illegal. People have been arrested. There are plenty of there. Are hundreds of documented cases of people who just viewed news on Twitter, made a tweet, posted something on Facebook or anything like that that have actually been arrested. Okay, find a huge amount of money, detained, put under house arrest. Uh, some gone to jail, especially if you're a Uyghur and you're, you you access. You know what I mean. If you use a VPN and you're a Xinjiang, if you're from Xinjiang, if you're, well, if you're a Uyghur you're, minority, it's second degree terrorism. Yes, you, you go to jail, potentially die. Yeah, that's you're effed. So for her to say something like that is absolutely disgusting. So I was talking to a Chinese guy about this, yeah. and he was like, "This is effed up." He was yeah. super pissed off because he said, "What if?" What if somehow this gets out and goes on Weibo or something, this, this like spreads out, and then all of a sudden, a bunch of students or a bunch of Uyghurs or whatever, someone sees this and they're like, oh, did the law change or something? Mm-hmm. And they go try to find means of finding a VPN and then they get arrested. Yeah. It has huge implications. It's yeah. super immoral to make statements like this and it's completely false. Yeah. So I followed this up past like what you're gonna see on, yeah. on a, a news website. What happened was it was initially met with a bunch of bot accounts from yes. China that were saying like, go, you go, Eileen. Like, yeah, you, 
you tell them like you tell hey, them like bullshit. yeah yeah don't you, worry you, those haters gonna hate that's how go to thing. the next go to the next couple screenshots i actually yeah. want to go through a, a, a comment that i picked out here yeah that i think exemplifies a lot of what i was reading in okay. this one was in english it says yeah. uh so this is to the woman that the chinese woman that was uh, saying that you know it's not fair that they can't use vpns right yeah she says we can use a VPN and it's quite convenient. After using VPN for like two weeks, for like two weeks, I start to think that firewall is some kind of protection. She's talking about the Great Firewall of China banning yeah. all foreign websites. Yeah. It protects us from being harassed by some idiots on Instagram and on any other platforms. And frankly speaking, we Chinese people don't really care about Instagram or Twitter because we don't need them. We have so many amazing domestic and creative social platforms, which obviously have less haters than Instagram. Now let me break this down. Yeah. When Eileen said that you that Chinese people can just go and literally download a VPN, anyone can anyone can do anyone it. can use a VPN, which is an absolute lie. Yes. it's like saying, oh, lol, anyone can go and steal from other people. Right, oh, lol, anyone can go shoot someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a like crime. That. It's a crime. Right. It's a criminal offense. So, the propaganda works both ways. Yeah. Now China doesn't want anyone in China to see this. They don't want anyone to be talking about this issue. So what they did was release a bunch of bot accounts, especially ones that were speaking English, yes. so that Westerners would read that and say, "Oh, well, this this is bullshit. All this stuff I heard about VPNs being illegal." Yeah, and people being blocked, and you know the Chinese being, internet being censored right. isn't true because it looks like, oh, if they want to, if they, they can want use to, it. they can, right? Of if they, they so can't. desire. Right? Why do you think the Chinese government has spent billions and billions and billions? every freaking day just to keep that Chinese internet cut off and censored. Right. It's because they don't want their citizens gaining access to information that they cannot Correct. control. Correct. That's all it is. But I've seen the propaganda accounts, and this is how it goes even deeper. Yeah. So I'll be covering this on my female uh, propaganda influencer video, is this narrative that, no, the Great Firewall of China was not invented for censorship. <laughs> even yeah. though it was actually publicly claimed as such in the beginning yeah, it was right? of course developed for censorship it's that it was developed to protect chinese companies so that they didn't have to face competition from juggernauts like google and facebook mm -hmm. right which is absolutely not true i mean that's a tiny part of it it's but, definitely a part of it yeah but like the the censorship is is exactly what happened the censorship were, is the main reason for it there were people speaking on platforms like facebook that were organizing protests and things like that and they shut it down lickety yeah. split so yeah. What's the, the problem I have with Eileen's statement is number one, it's false. And number two, it's actually perpetuating the current government narrative. But let me tell you what happened. Yeah. Okay. I'll read this. The website Protocol, um, this is like a tech uh, internet website. Yeah, it's a website called Protocol. It's not yeah. a protocol of a website. Noted that multiple, <laughs> yes, noted that multiple users fired back at Goo that Chinese citizens don't have that freedom. Not to subtly suggest that if Goo is in fact a Chinese citizen alone, which she has deliberately not confirmed. She is enjoying benefits her fellow citizens can't access. Screenshots of the exchange were censored from Chinese social media service Weibo. So what happened was China released Wumao bots. So yes. Wumao are the paid internet shills. Mm -hmm. Released them to go support her message to say, yeah, shut up, you stupid Westerners. Yes. We can use a VPN if we want. And then when their job was done, censored the post so what you're seeing behind us here this this particular thing where she says you know anyone can download a vpn it's literally free on the app store hua shui, whatever you say and you know yeah. that stupid annoying thing that she said is now censored and you cannot see it on the chinese internet it has been scrubbed so it, this is what the the what happened right yeah at its Friday morning briefing, the International Olympic Committee was committee was asked if deletion of the screenshots was a violation of Rule 50. And Rule 50 is 
the rule that permits athletes to speak freely on matters of their choosing outside the confines of the actual competition. Olympic law states mm -hmm. that you can say whatever you want as long as it's not during the actual competition. Right. So Olympians, even in Beijing or no matter what country you're allowed to do, they can have their little protests, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Right. The IOC, the International Olympic Committee, declined the comment without further information. So they capitulated with China. Yes. To censor this comment, which was actually pro CCP, by the way. Yeah, yeah. To because it, it's part of their disinformation. Campaign. But it just shows it absolutely demonstrates that what she said was false. And I, and I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why they got rid of it though, because it leaked on Weibo, like I said. Yes. When it leaked on the Chinese internet, guess what? It was met with. I have pages here. Thousands of people absolutely furious at her. Yeah. Because she just crossed the line. I knew this was going to happen. She's the darling child of China right now. Oh, the American that switched sides. Look, America's in decline. China's so developed. Uh, so proud to have her as a part of woman Zhongguo, right? Yeah, yeah. Ta, ta, ta de like her, her, her home, mother country, right? What happened was in the end is that when that leaked out, it backfired because Chinese people read that and said, we can't use a VPN. No. We're going to go to jail. Yeah. Do you, have, you. do you have any of those comments? I, I, I have. I can, we can put them in like the, the notes or something. Yeah. Maybe read they're all in, they're, No, they're all in Chinese. Oh, they're in Chinese, yeah. But anyway, so, <laughs> but there's websites full of them. They're all over yeah. the stuff. There's actually yeah. uh, on that protocol website, you can read some of them. Anyway. Good. So you have these people mm -hmm. that are saying, this is so unfair, it's not even funny because yeah. we're not allowed to do what she's doing. So she gets to play both sides. And she people, gets to be a privileged elitist. Do you think Chinese people are stupid? Of course mm. not. They say, okay, so this American girl comes over, we can be proud of her to be Chinese or whatever. She gets like $30 million yeah. worth of endorsements or right. whatever it is from, you know, each one of her endorsements from each brand is netting her around about 2 million uh, US dollars. Obviously her agent takes a bit of that. But you know, that's a lot of money. She's got... Nike, well, she's got like American brands lined up, uh, various international brands, and a bunch of Chinese brands are yes. also like endorsing her. So she's making tons of money. She gets to play both sides of the fence. She it's, gets to be an American, but at, when it's not convenient, she gets to pretend to not be an American. Correct. You know what I mean? And vice versa. She gets to be a Chinese, and when it's not convenient, she gets to go back to whatever Harvard or wherever she's yeah. studying, one of those top universities. Uh, the way I see this whole thing is like, it's mm. it's an 18 year old girl that wants to make a bunch of money. Her mom put her, set her up to do this, all this, yeah. all this kind of stuff. That's not the conversation. I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned past this. Sure. That the propaganda, when it's not convenient anymore, gets stopped and completely silenced. And she yeah. did, what she did was correct for the, uh, the, the Western propaganda. But yeah. when it came to Chinese people, they flipped immediately on her mm -hmm. overnight. And there's a reason for that. And that's because she crossed the line. Yeah. She did something that they're not allowed to do. And that's not fair. It's not fair. You know, this is literally just ignorance and arrogance and privilege all rolled yeah. into one, you know, Marie Antoinette, let them eat cake moment, you know, yeah. with this whole like, oh, anyone can download a VPN. It's literally free on the app store, right. lol. Your, hashtag and, free on the app store hashtag vpn anyone can gain access hashtag not censored internet in china right, right. hashtag i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about hashtag the Uyghur, <laughs> there's no Uyghur genocide yeah, hashtag, you're uneducated if you think so yeah. despite all the proof exactly hashtag cool. but i support blm and other movements right. you know I, I support anti-asian hate but right. apparently Uyghurs aren't asian now. no that they're allowed to be genocided that's fine yeah and they're, neither, not, they're not Asian. Taiwan's not. According to her. Taiwan, oh, yeah, Taiwanese, Taiwanese people. people that doesn't matter. Do they're on Asian. Japanese no. people on Asian. You know how much hate towards you won't hear, Japanese you won't hear here shit, in China. Though. You won't hear shit. You want to hear racism and hatred towards a, an Asi Asians? Go to China and ask anyone about the Japanese. You're going to get some real racist hatred 
right there. Those lives don't matter, according yeah. to... No, uh, seriously. It's just, it's frustrating. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, but she's just a young girl. Bullshit. She knows the position she, she's in, and she's an adult. It's, it's, immor- it's immoral. It's yeah. immoral. Yeah, and she has to learn a little bit about the country that she's freaking skiing for. Yeah, I mean, it's just not the time to do this. And okay, again, to, to cap this up, go ski for China. I don't give a shit. But don't don't have deafening silence when it comes to the actual issues that need to be talked about. And then yeah. don't make arrogant statements like this that is not fair to the millions of Chinese people that are completely cut off from the rest of the world. Exactly. It's bullshit. So now we're going to move on to the IOC. Let's look at this. Video unavailable. This video is no longer available due to a copyright <laughs> so claim by International Olympic Committee. This is what we're scared of. Let's hope this doesn't happen to us. We've tried our best to... We've used almost no footage and we've messed with it so that it's unrecognizable, but you never know. Here's the thing, guys. There have been a lot of scandals when it comes to not only cheating, but don't forget when um, uh, Jewy is falling. Jewy is falling. You know, Jewy is the unfortunate... Jewy is that, that figure skater. Who, it's in here, dude. You got pictures of her? I got oh, the you video, got the thing. Bro. Well, okay. Well, before we show it, okay. because in case they cut us okay, off. Okay, okay. Yeah. Jewy is, um, she actually gave up her US citizenship. She was born in California and she grew up and she moved to China. And in order to skate for China, they didn't accept that she had a US passport as well as a Chinese one. So she renounced her US citizenship in order to skate for China. That's right. Okay. She did it the right way as per Chinese laws, not like Eileen Gu, right? right? However, she messed up and she fell down, okay? She fell down in the first thing and she, you know, moved the team down to fifth place from second place or whatever. And she received massive amounts of vitriol and attacks from Chinese netizens saying she's not good enough, she should go back to America, you know, she can't even speak Chinese properly, how dare she represent China, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which is what they would do to Eileen Gu if she crashed and burned too. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, if that's... she didn't get the gold, if she screwed up, yeah, kick her to the curb, just like, uh, just like Jui. Yeah, Jui is falling. <laughs> anyway, the fact of the matter, she fell. Now that clip of her falling has more or less been scrubbed off of the internet by oh, the interna- International Olympic Committee. Oh my Committee. gosh, and why is that? Well, okay, there's a number of reasons. Number one, of course, it got it got completely scrubbed off of Chinese internet. Okay, the Chinese government has decided that this is bad press because she was getting so badly attacked. The hashtag Jewy has fallen. Okay. Every time. Jewy has fallen. (laughs) Anyway. Little Pearl Jam. Yeah, when that hashtag came out, it was like number one on on Weibo and it was going crazy. They scrubbed the hashtag. They scrubbed all the footage and the pictures of her falling over. Okay. Because it was making China look bad because... They didn't want to put off people like Eileen Gu because imagine if someone like Eileen Gu had a couple of brain cells and she saw what happened to Zhu Yi, she might say, wait, that could happen to me too. Maybe I shouldn't skate for China or ski for China, whatever, do some winter sport for China. So they scrubbed it and the IOC went around scrubbing it from all international news articles and stuff too. This screenshot that we took was from a, a major newspaper, online newspaper, and they included a video of Jewy falling and that got taken down. <laughs> what we're saying is that the IOC is brutal. Not only Oh my god, dude. Every time do every time I think of Thomas Bach, I think of Thomas Cock. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, that guy's sure. a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, and he dude, is. he's like buddies with with Zhang Gao Li, the mm. freaking guy that uh, essayed uh, what's her name? Yeah. Peng Shui. Yeah, and that's why that's why he always has to be around to do the interviews yes. with Peng Shui because it's like to intimidate the guy, she's like, okay, this guy sexually assaulted, or I say, yeah. essay is going to get banned. Yeah. Uh, me, yeah. Zhang Gao Li. And then 
John Gali's best buddy. So they said, oh, okay, we're going to send over someone to talk to you. Thomas Bach, friends with John Gali. You can't yeah. make this shit no, up, No, you can't. Dude. Anyway, so let's let's look at some of these clips. These All these clips, we've had to modify them because, like I said, they're being banned by the IOC. Look here. See? Not the routine Jew you hope for, but she's gained a priceless experience representing her nation at home. That's at, a pro-China post. <laughs> yes, by um, a verified Twitter account, 70 Olympics. It says this video is not available in your location because they copyright strike that shit. They're like, you can't see Jewy falling. All right. Jewy hails <laughs> falling. Okay, we got to talk about what's going on in the background here. Okay, oh, let's take that back. No one has laughed at our Pearl Jam. Maybe oh. our audience is too young. Yeah, maybe. Or too, something else. These are a couple of examples of some of the cheating that's been going on. Okay. Now, the outrageous thing is that you see how this, um, the, this Chinese speed skater actually... Pause the shit out of this, by the way. Yeah, so I've been. Clean. I have been. Okay. He actually pushed... Uh, well, that's a Korean competitor, right? I can't remember this clip. I've, it's been so altered. <laughs> but I think so, yeah. Yeah, pretty sure it's a Korean competitor. You can see that's clearly cheating. Yeah. Well, the judge didn't think so. The judge was like, nah. Yeah, keep us in this, though, because that's fair use. Yeah, yeah. So the judge was like, nah. Nah. <laughs> no, it's totally okay. And then the yeah. Chinese won gold Right. in that particular event. Hold on, stop it for a second. Yeah. I mean, because it's now started to show up. I want to see if it gets picked up, because it'll tell me. Yeah, it'll say like, oh, you're showing copywritten material. This, I'm sure everyone's seen this particular clip of, uh, this is also, I believe, So oh, apparently you can... So the, to sum that up, you apparently can just push someone over. You can, yeah. yeah. And yeah. the excuse was that he was in his lane. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you could just shove him. Yeah. That's part of the Olympic rules. And apparently, what you can do is also take, you mm -hmm. know, like they've got these demarcation pucks around the course, so you know, like to stay in your lane or whatever. Well, yes. If you're on the Chinese team, you can just take one of those and you can slide it into someone I else's love, skates. I love how all the and cause them to fall down. Pause the shit out of this. Yeah, okay. Hey, <laughs> what happened there? Has fallen. See okay. what we've had to do to this footage. If we get nailed, this <laughs> I, is going to be ridiculous. This is zoomed, slowed down to like 30%. I fragmented it and made it look shit. Took out the color. I took out the color, added a color filter. We are in it. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway, so. you can see this puck. If you look at this hand, okay, yeah. just above me. Watch very carefully. She, they're claiming that it was unintentional. Watch this. But it's like a whoop. It's a push. She like pushed this little cup. Um, this and it goes puck, into and it the goes, Canadian skate. Yeah, and it causes Canada to fall down. What was this, her name? Because we could sing. It, I don't know. But anyway, that's cheating. But again, they were let off. But like, nah, it's not cheating. It's, yeah. it's a bit ridiculous the amount of bias that the judges have had towards the Chinese athletes who have been very blatantly cheating. Oh, my God. Lord, I mean, yeah. the IOC at this point, it's kind of like the WHO, like not all of WHO, the leadership tasks with the coronavirus thing. Yeah. They lost so much credit. Yeah. And they lost so much prestige because of what uh, happened with, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, Tedros. Tedros, yeah. And sucking up to the Chinese lies. Yes. Right? Of yeah. the whole thing. And perpetuating and just, them. And perpetuating. And, but we're past that now to where now everyone's looking at the CCP in a very negative light. Yeah. And they're looking at this. They're going to look at the IOC and be like, I'm not watching this anymore. No, the IOC is complicit yeah. in not only censoring on behalf of the Chinese government, but enabling these games and constantly like going for it. You know what's actually bullshit? Hmm. Is remember the Tokyo Olympics were uh, postponed due to coronavirus. Yeah. And they had less... In cases. Japan, had less cases than China has right now. And those are real numbers, but... Yeah, uh, not fake. Yeah. That's the thing. 
But and I remember China being like very vocal about like no, it shouldn't be held in Tokyo because it's such a risk. And they were like, it was because of them. They were yeah. like, oh, oh, they were a huge part of it. Oh, let's yeah. postpone it. Yeah. And so Japan had to. And then this freaking annoying, I don't know, piece of junk country comes along and with its when I say country, I mean the government obviously, obviously. Yeah. comes along and with its bribery and its bullshit goes to the IOC and everyone's calling to boycott these games around the world. Diplomatic boycotts, there's sure. protests, there's so many reasons not to have it. These the zero COVID strategy, now it's really messed up. They've really clamped down. It's crazy. And they're Thomas, like Thomas Cox. Like, they're like, yes, no, let's, let's the, the games must go on. Yeah. yeah, like definitely. But with the Tokyo thing, they're like, I nope. just you know what this meeting was to make all this happen. You got John Gao Li. You got fucking top CCP leadership chilling with Thomas Cox in a dirty KTV. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, and they're drinking Baijiu. Drinking, they're in love fours. with the Baijiu. This is all in Minecraft, by the way. Yeah. I'm just picturing. I can picture this. Anyway, we know we know which side the IOC's bread is buttered on and the fact that they got involved in the whole peng shui thing as well shows you they would only allow people that they had control over completely to actually interact with peng shui and that's what's happened yeah oh um, by the way peng shui is retired now oh is she retired now how messed up? i feel like i need to do a final video on that probably whole conclusion do. Yeah. yeah it's terrible anyway this is dewey falling dewey has fallen Anyway, yeah, which was a which is an awful thing for her. She burst into tears because she. I feel super bad. Well, for her. I mean, she fell during that time. Then she yeah. got horribly abused, like yeah. absolutely terribly disgusting abuse, on the Chinese internet. And then, with all that pressure and stress, she went in to do it again, and she she fell again. It's obviously due to all the pressure. If she didn't have so much hatred and so much you know expectation on her shoulders, she would have been fine. So she fell again, and she burst into tears. Who knows what's going to happen to her? I think she probably realizes that she should not have given up her U.S. citizenship. Right. But again, she was a child when that happened. Yeah. And she was like 15. You you can't give up your U.S. citizenship. Well, she naturalized to China then. You're not allowed. Yeah. I, I was, uh, did a little bit of reading. You have to be 16, I think. There, there's a certain age limit. You cannot renounce your citizenship. I know. You I, I know age. she naturalized. To, she chose it. She, her parents for her chose her to naturalize. She's like 15 or something. Right. Back in like 2018 or something. But it, her dad uh, was a professor and went back to like some Beijing university. Yeah, I feel like he did a lot of um, intellectual property transfer. In Minecraft. In we Minecraft. Don't, we don't know that. Because why would you suddenly like, everybody, yeah. get out. We're moving back to China. Quickly, get rid of your citizenship. Here we go. I'm going to go to a <laughs> prestigious... Could have been a trade thing. From a prestigious, yeah, trade of intellectual property <laughs> under the table. I'm going to look I'm into that could, like, Your daughter's wicked good at skating. Come yeah. skate for us. Could be a thing. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying, by the way, that he stole secrets and transferred of technology, but I am saying that that's probably what happened. <laughs> Seriously, so you are saying I'm it. saying that there's almost a 99.9 percent .9 <laughs> chance that say, I'm no. just saying, but that's speculation. That's speculation. It it's speculation. speculation. Yeah, that 0.1 percent. But you know, might you, be it. it's true. But you know, when you have speculation coming from someone who understands I, how China works very well, you can take that to the bank. Right. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. <laughs> in the Minecraft bank. Let's Trust. look into this guy. I bet, yeah. I bet you he was important. He was, it was probably some... I'm a, sure they've... Dude, it was, it was AI. It was AI. It was AI. He was in charge was of like, developing AI and stuff. There's no way that that wasn't the you, reason. You're not making this easy on me. <laughs> no. Trying to be devil's advocate No, 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 no. Anyway, that's all aside. We feel bad for Dewey, okay? We feel ter terrible. Dewey has fallen. Yeah, it's a terrible situation. But yeah, all this nonsense that's been going on. Um, the athletes that have been kind of 
stuck in these isolation uh, situations like the the Russian and the Belgian athlete and so on, the skeleton race that we talked about last time. Yeah. This this kind of thing was bound to happen and it's not helping. In fact, this is probably the opposite effect of what uh, the CCP wanted. Yeah. When it comes oh, to yeah. these, these Olympics. I really think it's backfiring big time. Yeah. I'll sum it up properly next week. But um, yeah, on I, Monday, actually. You, you know, the um, the CCP should also know that no one actually cares about the Winter Olympics. I just got to say, like, I don't know. It's just like it's, it's, it just doesn't it's matter. second rate when it's, it comes to the Olympics. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's kind of sucks. Yeah, I, I mean, here's the thing, like. You know, you know, back in the, the day on DOS games and stuff, yeah. you used to have like summer games yeah, and sure, then there was sure, like sure. winter games. I'm sure. like, did you ever play winter games? Dude, I ain't play that shit. <laughs> I mean, the, no dissing the athletes. I mean, no, no. curling, dude, what a sport. You know, you have to roll that ball and sweep the ice. Yeah. Dude, the seriously. sweeper. I wonder, you know, who gets laid more, the sweeper or the pusher? I, I mean, I'm also thinking like who who gets the credit? That's because what I mean. That's you, what I mean. You could just, you could just push a, a ball or puck or whatever it is. But it's the person out there sweeping that ice, See, making sure that it's smooth. I'll as be so- honest, I think it's the other way around because the person that pushes it needs to know the velocity and perfect like trajectory. The sweeper is going to do you, the same no, sweep in either way. You give a good push, but there's like little particles on the ice. Doesn't matter. It'll slow that thing down. You know what time it is? It's what? time for a pole. Who's more important? <laughs> the sweeper the or the pusher? Or the sweeper. I still don't quite get that. It's like balls. You know, like my grand granny used to play. I grandpa? don't know your grandpa. Yeah, no. Yeah. You mean like, I like that British thing where yeah, you like, roll shit like in the balls. lawn? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so if you get it close to the bocce big ball, one. Bocce ball, right? Bocce ball. It's just called balls. Oh, here it's called bocce ball. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder B-O-C-C-E. if it's the same thing. It's like a little ball, and then you have to throw your ball to get closer. It's like a heavy ball. You roll it. Yeah, bocce ball. It's the E. Oh, let's just see what it is. I don't think it's the same thing, dude. Oh, it's not? You got to get it close to the little white ball. Mm. You roll it in the lawn. Uh, it's a sport belonging to the Bowles family. It belongs to the Bowles family. <laughs> it, there's a family of Bowles? <laughs> yes. yes. Like Bowles, like the, you eat out of? I always thought, but it looks like it's spelled B-O-U-L-S. Is it? It says no, B-O-W-L-S. Okay, let's see. Oh, there's a Bowles versus Bocce article. Because I have to make this poll, so read it. Mm-hmm. All right. Bocce and lawn bowling are cousins, but have some distinct differences. Okay. The bocce ball is round, whereas the lawn ball is round in only one direction and elliptical in the other. What? <laughs> giving that doesn't it, make sense. Giving it a bias and causing it to curve. What? The, the bocce ball is thrown underhand like softer ball, and the lawn ball is rolled. Completely different. So you throw oh. a bocce ball, but you just roll a ball. Yeah, you throw. You can roll a one too. Does that mean you have to get on the ground and then you push it? Or do you have to... You mean in bowls? Yeah. No, but I've seen them play. They actually do like a, you know, like bowling almost. Can you explain how a ball can be round and elliptical at the same time? I think, think about it like this, you know, so it's like more of a, there's, there's a point around it. Like an egg. No, not really like an egg. It'd be like, you know... Like a think of a, a, a motorcycle wheel, but then you expand it out like this. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's a there's like one part of it's higher than the rest. But how is it? That means it's round in one direction. Yeah. And then I'm the sorry, other side's like just... elliptical, so it'll be like. Oh, okay. So it's uneven. Something like that. Rolls flops around. So we're, we got we're the learning. Pole. We're learning. So okay. most people so far are saying the pusher. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's, ah, sweeper's catching up. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if you don't keep that ice sparkly, smooth, and clean, you know what I mean? You know what's funny, though? What? I, okay, well, I'm going to disagree, but I will say this. I think the sport in the Winter Olympics that gets the most shade or, like, most made fun of is curling, right? Yeah. Because as, as you just perpetuated that stereotype, like, oh, what the fuck's curling? Who sure, cares, right? sure. But because of that, I actually think it gets the most press. It does. If you talk about uh, Winter Olympics, I mean, who, no one talks about the skiing part. I didn't even know what skeleton racing was yeah. until last week. Who, who gives a shit? But you know yeah. what curling is. Yeah. And it, that's the one that everyone makes fun of, but that's the one that everyone talks about. And after Cool Runnings, bobsled. And bobsled, yeah. And John Candy. I think that was sure. his last movie. Yeah. Mm. Great movie. I enjoyed it. I'll let this get to a thousand votes and then we'll we'll come back to it. Okay, cool. So um, yeah, um, so Trin says biggest kitty you've seen. That's not generally a compliment. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Reed Air says Jaunty, how do I make shredded cheese? <laughs> what? Jaunty, how do I make shredded cheese? What? Great. <laughs> yes. Great. <laughs> how do I make shredded cheese? Great. Let me let me do it. Let's do that fluidly. Okay. Hey Jaunty, how do I make shredded cheese? great <laughs> okay that was brilliant that was great that was, that was a good, good one, one. Jer- that was better than just say can you please play this sound for me yeah yeah like, that you was built it into a sentence that was fantastic yeah perfect uh, jerry huang friend mm-hmm. of the show yep ghoulie swiss sisters deleted all their youtube videos oh. wow let me take a okay, look yeah let's double check we believe you jerry he's done the really good um solid research on them and actually made some videos so go to his channel and subscribe uh, but their community posts still remain. Thoughts on this occurrence? Well, Jerry, I think you would know just yeah. as well. Yeah, all the content's gone. Um, we've, we, both you, Jerry, and and us have single-handedly, uh, triple-handedly kind of destroyed the propaganda campaign for the Ghoulie sisters. Um, but it was their fault. You know what? They started yeah. to put adverts on our videos. So and that's how we knew about it. We, we did, we reached out to Uyghur people and said, can you tell us some stories about the what horrible things are happening in Xinjiang, mm-hmm. got their stories, did interviews and stuff, and they targeted those videos, well, yeah. the Chinese government did, yeah. with these girls and said that there is no genocide and saying that we're lying on ads yes. in our videos. So technically they're paying us, but at this, you know, but yeah. like yeah. secondhandedly, but at the same time, I, I, I called them out. I said, don't you dare post yeah. genocide denial ads and she went, they lost it. Yeah. Well, they were told to lose it. They're yeah. like making these smear videos about us and all this kind of stuff. And it really backfired because what it did is cause us and people like Jerry to really dig down deep and look into what and who they were. Turns out it was a huge government campaign and we caught, we caught them red handed admitting that it was propaganda. Yeah. And guess what? Your ponytail wasn't that great after all. Yeah, it's, it's, your ponytail's unemployed now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope you like, honestly, I, I, I don't mean to be a dick, mm-hmm. but I don't think you can, you don't have to guard yourself around this. It was a CCP yeah. employee that's promoting yes. genocide denial at the expense of millions of weaker people. Yes. So and fuck pretending you. to be a weaker. Yeah. And I'm glad that you have to go back and be an English teacher again because yeah. that's what you were before. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Right. Uh, we got uh, just quick. Jake Wooten, on a scale of Chinese people to bears, how cool is Cardi C? <laughs> I'm going to have to say Cardi C is not even on the scale. Yeah. Um, Dude, like, not bears. honestly, it's it surprised me how, because we just always used to make fun of her as the cotton, you know, cotton girl. And it just surprised me how connected she actually is and how 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 high up she is in the whole propaganda machine to be on the freaking new year's gala it still blows my mind massive because she's so unprofessional I, I know if you don't 
I, not, I don't hate when people are like, you just don't know. But she you could don't literally, know how big She could literally, is. when you've got the State of the Nation Union or State of the Union, what do you call yeah, that? Yeah, State of the Union address. That, yeah, she that's, was in that. That's a she good was, analogy. Yeah, she was in that. She was in the State of the Union address. That's right. Yes, because you exactly. know Xi Jinping makes the st State of the Union during the New Year's yes. Gala? She was in that. Yeah. That's insanity to yeah, me. Yeah, she was. The cotton, you know... Bounce, bounce, bounce. That one was Botox in the bounce in the State of the Union. <laughs> you address. could bounce something off her face at <laughs> yeah, this point. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Case closed. All because of the Botox, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Don't bounce anything off. <laughs> no, please. Her not. tiger should be made of paper to be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the strength of tiger, paper of a tiger. Okay. Yeah, that's a great one. I'm a who. <laughs> yes. uh, Sugar Mama says it's like watching the Xmas Queen speech in UK. I don't know. Oh, it's, yeah. The oh, Chris, oh, the, the Queen. Yeah, yeah. Christmas correct. speech. That yeah, the correct. Queen with the corgis or what have you. Cavaliotis Ionis, thank you very mm -hmm. much. Cairo says you need to bike up to the pagoda in Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh, beautiful mountain ride, not in the winter. Yeah, thank we'll you. wait. Thanks. Yeah. Count Blif Bifford, will the Chinese government encourage old people to commit suicide? No. No, they won't. I don't that's, think so. That's, I mean, never put anything past them. Probably. I doubt it. Lightseeker, uh, he's <laughs> making it more sparse. He says, yeah, P.O. Yo you, know, you know who he's re referencing, right? He's referencing, um, you know, good old Dr. Dr. Balsack, who we cannot forget, is one of the people that helped the CCP cover up the spread of the coronavirus, okay, and muddied the waters with his bullshit scientific papers that he coerced a bunch of people to write just to protect his Baijiu KTV mates. Anyway, let's continue. Uh, Blazing Whirlwind says needs she needs some Neko Mimi, which is like cat girl, right? Mm -hmm. um, so... I'm going to end the poll. What is more important in curling? We had an Olympic-themed uh, poll today. And Pusher won by the 52%. Yes, it's close. It's yeah. close. It's tough to know. Hard to say. That's, That's our country. Our country. Yeah. Why is that not a soundbite? Yeah, it's good. We're going to make it. Because anytime you say hard to say, you could say, That's our country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you guys don't remember, it's from that knockoff of Wolf Warrior. No, it was actually from Wolf Warrior. Oh, no, that's from Wolf Warrior. <laughs> the guy, the shop owner, the uh, the black guys, the African dudes are like, hey, can we get refuge in like the yeah, Chinese it's like, embassy? Well, let's go to the embassy. What yeah. about us? Will they take us in? Hard to say. That is our country. Yeah, but it's like a it's like a point of point of pride. Yeah, it's he's a point like, of pride. They're like, screw you guys. He's like, screw you. Like it's really hard to say because that's our that's our country. Meanwhile, these guys have like really just helped help them, them and, out. Yeah, sacrificed their whole yeah. lives and stored the Africans. They like yeah. help like save the yeah, rescue the Chinese people. Anyway, yeah. um, great great scene. Yeah. Filthy casual play. Thank you very much, Jeb Duncans. Who is better at propaganda? Cardi C or Brother Howe? Brother Howe is old school lore. Oh, that yeah. is some old stuff. I love Brother Howe. He was hilarious. He used yeah. to sing uh, communist songs. Mm -hmm. I think it was satire, but uh, let me end this poll. Yeah. Uh, a couple more here. Capitola Sionis. This is horrified genocide, genocide panda. <laughs> uh, Sarah Vigella says, My surname Vigella means tiger, and Cardi C just made me embarrassed to be a who. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sarah. Yeah, don't worry. You're, yeah. you're not I'm also her. embarrassed to be a who. Are you tiger? I'm a, I'm a tiger, yeah. Oh, tiger, yeah. I'm a who. So Cardi C is your age then? She must be. She must be 35. Yeah, because otherwise it'd be a 12 year difference, and she's not 12 years younger or older than you. Okay, let's think about this. So I'm 35. Right. So she would. She be looks about thirty-five. So yeah, but if she was, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But if she was the next round lower, then she would be twenty-three. She's not twenty-three. I don't think so, unless, uh, unless oh, I she's don't know. lying. I'm a no. who. No, they would have no, picked that. No, who. no, definitely. So if she, 
Yeah, I don't think she's 23, dude. Unless no. she had some some accident. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But you don't get Botox at 23, do you? No. No, anyway, it anyway, doesn't matter. Sorry. Let's uh, Don't make on. me make a poll about how old <laughs> Cardi no. C is. Cardi yeah. C is definitely in her 30s. Yeah, she looks... She looks. You know, it's tough to tell if you don't know Asians very well. I mean, we do, though. No, like, I'm just saying, for, yeah. for the average person, because they look a lot younger. Um, you know, my wife, who's... Yeah, like, we look older than the average Asian person our yeah. age. My, my wife gets asked for her ID when she yeah. buys alcohol mine, all yeah. the time, which yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. You know? Anyway... Well, Let's... somebody said I could pass for 27. That's very nice of you. Thank mm. you. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, let's keep going. Yeah, we're going to hit Wumao Corner right now. Okay, so let's let's uh, get ourselves out of here. Because it's a different kind of Wumao Corner. Yes, we got a theme song from so, Doja Cat. Yeah, Wumao Corner is all about uh, the haters and the, the nonsense that goes on with the Chinese 50 Cent Army. And, um, well, we got some cool stuff for you here. Why didn't you start this out? I got banned from TikTok. Yes, you got banned from TikTok. Why? Um, they won't tell me. Okay. Community violations. Now, just to be fair, I've never posted anything other than clips from my YouTube videos. Yes. Right? So, uh, the community guidelines, unless they're vastly different, I didn't post anything offensive. No. Um, I've been banned. And so that either means one, two, two, one of two things. Number one, mass flagging yeah. from, from Wumao accounts, of course, we're talking that, about right yeah. now, are effective on there, whereas on YouTube, they're not. They're, I mean, they are, but not that much. Much less. Yeah, less right? effective. Or ByteDance is lying, and they are allowing Chinese government policy to affect their American operations, which they've said in press statements that they have not. They definitely they, are. Yes, okay. So I, I will err on that, but I gave them a chance. Yeah. I, I reached out to their press release team mm-hmm. and I asked for a official uh, reason why yeah. I was banned and why my For You page is allowed to be hit with thousands and thousands of anti or genocide denial accounts yes. and pro-CCP propaganda accounts when I was banned for freedom of speech on my own, in my own country. Yeah, what you were doing was actually much less. It's much oh, yeah. less than what they were doing. Oh, like yeah. The kind of vitriol and the nonsense that you I see didn't go after anyone that's pro ccp yeah. on tiktok is crazy but and minus satire it was yeah. like fake move like fake movie parody stuff you know yeah, yeah, like yeah, clips yeah. from my channels yeah from my channel so anyway, that's we'll this find is out. gonna be good, a good follow-up yeah. maybe we can actually have some definitive proof that tiktok is actually just beholden to the chinese government well this is gonna be a long-term thing but remember i've been compiling this for almost a year and yeah. now tried to yeah. figure this out and now i finally have the last i'm in the last phases of this video expose that i'll be doing yeah it's good that's so, kind of yeah. his ter- sir, his mm-hmm. specialty you know We'll be getting. Oh yeah, to... so uh, the the meme. Let me just explain that actually. Oh, the meme. Yeah, well... just because there's people that are listening. So there's the meme, the famous meme of the dude that has two buttons and he's sweating. Yeah. And it says ban C milk from TikTok because he keeps pointing out the CCP's human rights abuses, or don't ban C milk because then people will realize that TikTok is just propaganda platform for the CCP. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough choice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very tough choice. Um, okay, now uh, our. One of our favorite wolf warriors, Chen Weihua, okay, <laughs> Chinese state-affiliated media. Wow. Uh, just <laughs> tweeted at the Holocaust Museum to say, shame on the Holocaust <laughs> Museum. Like, I mean, okay, before you freak out for us being yeah. like classless here, we are laughing at the sheer idiocy absurdity. and absurdity yeah. of the Chinese government's wolf warrior. I mean, this guy is a state employee. Yes. Who? 
I mean, you wake up one day and you're like, I wonder what the CCP is going to do now. Do you expect them to tweet at the Holocaust Museum? And say, shame on the Holocaust Museum. Dude. What the hell? Dude, the fucking mass, am I right? Yes, this he's guy. The fucking mass. Yeah, yeah, this guy always puts his foot in his mouth. But I think he's really, he's going to realize real soon that this is not, this is not a battle you want to fight. No, no. This I mean, is- you're literally going after the genocide of six million Jewish people and then... Yeah. You're yelling at the museum that honors their deaths. Now, the reason he did this is because they they did a post about, like, as athletes compete at the Olympics in Beijing, the Chinese government is holding Uyghurs in detention centers and prisons thousands of miles away in Xinjiang. This Olympics, what is at stake is not medals, but the world's commitment to never again. And I absolutely endorse that message. Absolutely. So, you know, this, this is the Holocaust Museum. They have a very specific goal, and that is to remind people that the Holocaust existed so that it doesn't happen again. That's their whole point. You know, sometimes history gets swept under the rug. If not yeah. enough, if people aren't reminded of it, you know, it repeats itself. That's what they do. What does the Chinese state-affiliated media do? Shame on the Holocaust <laughs> Museum. Who has ever said that? <laughs> well, Chen Weihua. Yeah. How does this get the green light? You know, like, because yeah. they have to have minders, right? Well, How does this get? Well, he might be that so high up; it doesn't even matter. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna pick a fight with someone, you don't pick a fight with the Holocaust Museum. Because not only like you're offending everyone, you're offending the entire Jewish community and everyone that supports that. You're you're like humans. offending all the the victims of Pol Pot. Yeah, and like all these terrible yeah. the Rwandan genocides yes. and anyone who's had to suffer the inhumanity of a Holocaust. Or a genocide. Or a genocide. You are now basically kicking dirt in their eye. Yeah. Anyway, here is why I think it's time for the world to stop giving the CCP the benefit of the doubt and stop treating them graciously. Because the CCP is always being dealt with diplomatically and given the benefit of the doubt by foreign diplomats. We do not see... Foreign diplomats and people that are linked directly to the state attacking China the way that China attacks them. No. Not in such a base way. They will call out China all the time, but they don't do this kind of petty wolf warrior bullshit. And they would throw an absolute conniption fit if it was that way around. I I agree with you. I mm. also think that, I mean, when you have people like this representing the state... I think it makes it quite clear that when people are making, you know, people mm-hmm. like to throw on the word Nazi a lot, right? Yeah. It's not a baseless accusation when you're talking about the Chinese government just because yeah. of how they're behaving currently. True. And these kind of actions, I mean, this is immortalized. This isn't speculation. They had the Chinese states out there on Twitter literally making statements like this. Yeah. It just really proves. This represents the Chinese it, government. It keeps proving the point. Yeah. This guy is Chinese government. This represents what the Chinese government wants to say. Shame on the Holocaust Museum. Shame on the Holocaust Museum. Not the Holocaust. But the museum. Does he even know what that is? It's just... I'm baffled. I'm just baffled. But anyway, yeah. Let's keep going. Let's hope that he's um, raised the ire of the right sort of people. Go, you know, tell him a a thing or two about uh, the Holocaust and that it should not be happening and that what, what the CCP is doing in Xinjiang is actually wrong. Yeah. You know? Anyway, that's... Maybe he can hang out with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, maybe he should get fired or whatever, you know? Anyway, here's well, the thing. certainly. This is like level 999 <laughs> stupidity. You know what I mean? I think you missed the name. <laughs> oh, yeah, 99999 yeah. stupidity. Uh, anyway, so that's Wu Mao, and it doesn't get more Wu Mao than Chen Chen Wei Hua. Yeah. <laughs> Piece of junk. What a turd. Oh. What a turd, that guy. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so that's... um. Uh, oh, yeah, we, we're going to move on. Actually, this is this is still Wu Mao Corner, isn't it? It is. This is kind of a, uh, a just <laughs> okay. We have to explain Chengguan to you. Yes. In China, you've got this despicable group of people. They call Chengguan uh, urban management. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now they're not always at fault because let's be honest. Living in China, you know how it is. Street vendors are really like annoying and pushy. Yeah. Okay. They get told you're not allowed to be here on this street because this is a like a tourist walking street or whatever, or like a busy street. Not allowed to set up your little cart and sell your your junk on the street. I like street. the food stalls. I love them. Yeah. But, yeah. but they get told, you're not allowed to do this. Then they do it. And then they say, no, really, you're not allowed to do it. And they're like, okay, okay. Maybe we're there's going no away. law. In China. Yeah, there's no law. So they go away around the corner. And as soon as the, the cop or whatever walks away, they just roll it back out and they continue. And so then the urban management comes in and they're just brutal. They'll destroy the person's cart. They'll take away all their goods. They don't give a shit, right? They just destroy Urban them. management is like the all the privileges of police brutality, but with yeah. none of the prestige. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, what's happening here is you've got a toy seller selling balloons and toys and stuff. Yeah. And the, they're not really taking up too much space. No, but you can see that their their toys and stuff are being taken, okay, by yeah. the cops or by the, the urban management. But here's the despicable part: is members of the public see this as an opportunity to steal the toys. Okay. This is the worst part. See, so there she's like, they're trying to take her balloons and they're hassling her. So here comes this IE, disgusting IE, comes in there. Are you <laughs> this playing is, this backwards? I'm playing it backwards to show how nice the Chinese citizens here are by giving the person, you know, everything back. Yeah. See, they gave it all back. <laughs> they gave it all back. Are you doing that? No, you oh, just no, got that, it wrong. That's, no, no, that's, I took that off a parody thing. Yeah, it's a parody it was thing. The, the caption, it was from so a Chinese thing. Basically, okay, was like, Look what, nice what's happening are. is... Um, You've got these aunties here. Hey, kid, look, while they're busy hassling her, let's quickly go steal some toys yeah. and gives the toys to the kids. And another parent or, or grandparent or whatever, grab toys and run. See, they're running away with toys. Oh, quickly, let's grab another one. Let's loot. Here, I got two, two toy swords. Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to go grab that toy airplane and run away. It's disgusting. Yeah. So... Yeah. But actually, they were just giving them back. Yeah, we played it in reverse to try and make whoa, people look bad. But yeah, urban management suck. And so do those horrible bystanders who decided to take advantage of the situation just steal the it's, toys. It's just a bad situation. It's bad all around. It's a good little glimpse because you see Chengguan everywhere. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so... Um, Everyone hates Chengguan, by they, the way. They do. They absolutely hate Chengguan. Like this, if you're a Chengguan in China, you're probably actually lower than like a street sweeper in terms of the totem pole for people's respect. Yes. If you said you're a Chengguan, people would be like, get out of my face. Yeah. You scum. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, let's do a couple of super chats. And we're going to move into Philip, uh, world news. Sure. Philip says, heard that one of the Olympic skiing events was behind uh, being held in a parking lot of a nuclear power plant. Looked it up. Turns out the skiing ramp is right beside the cooling pond and tower. Yep, we covered that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, this KT is, Ong. Yeah. We, we did that in this show. You yes. can look, look back. Rewind how, a bit. Yeah, how to topple Winnie the Pooh. Arrange Global Leaders Conference and don't invite China. Wolf Wanker throw tantrum. Say China jo- uh, can join only if Pooh comes personally. See if Poog leaves China. He doesn't, eh? It's just he yeah. hasn't left China for how long now? That's a very good reason. Yeah. A long time. 
Yeah. Land, land do. Yeah, because if he left China, they'd overtake his position. He'd get kicked out in a minute. Yeah. Mr. Incognito 007, thoughts on China invading Taiwan after Russia takes a piece of Ukraine? Many countries are telling the citizens to leave. Um, so there's no obligation for the U.S. because Ukraine's not in NATO, right? Yeah. There's no obligation. The difference is that there's a treaty with Taiwan, right? Yeah. So there is obligation for the U.S. to Absolutely. back Taiwan. It's also more strategically important. I'm, th I'm talking about this, like, not from a human rights perspective. No, of course, no. But in terms of, like, intervention and stuff, you'll probably see a lot more intervention with something like Taiwan because the Asia theater is much more important strate for strategic shipping routes and things like that. Yeah. And Japan would get involved. Yep. Um, I also atrocious. don't. I also, of course, mm -hmm. I also don't think that that's going to happen. By yep. the way, yeah. Philip uh, learned that the runner-up for this current Olympics was Kazakhstan, another authoritarian regime. Yeah, not as bad as China, but still very much so. Yeah, look, the the IOC is just corrupt, and it's an awful. awful... Oh yeah, because I mean, it's a corrupt organization that's yeah. allowed to be bought out by other corrupt organizations. So what do you expect? Yeah, they don't want democracy. No, right. Uh, Mrs. Soy, Ms. Soysa says, who are they going to get to beat Cardi C? Everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. Son of a... Oh, we'll move on. Yeah, let's move we'll on. Catch up okay, we're going to go on to Worldview now. We talked a little bit about the TikTok thing, which is Seamilk's wheelhouse. This next thing is really my wheelhouse, and that has to do with uh, racism. Yes. Because being a South African, racism is kind of part of my identity, whether I like it or not. You know, grew up around that stuff, grew up around the whole, like, transition from apartheid you know say you're south african and people immediately in their mind they're like oh he must be racist you know so i'm very good and well versed in the whole uh, racism thing and now i've got a story for you guys and it's just awful so let's take a look here um there's a dissident artist who lives in um australia his name is badil tao and you've probably heard of him if you've been a fan of the channel we've showed some of his works before we've showed some of his interviews before and he created these posters, which he very generously released as um, free for anyone who wants to download and print and put up around, uh, you know, their college campus or whatever they want to do. If you want, you can print one and put it up in your living room if you like. But um, uh, people are worried about this chair stain. What is that? Ugh. I'm going to speak to Seamilk. Maybe that's... Ugh. Why did I touch that? Anyway, let's continue. <clears throat> Hang on a second, that's distracting. There we go. <laughs> so anyway, um, what what's going on here is Badia um has allowed people to download and print these. So some Chinese students uh, got a hold of him, I believe. This is the, I, I could stand, I can stand corrected here, but I'm pretty sure some Chinese students got a hold of him um, in the George Washington University, which is a big university here in America. And they put up some of these posters around campus. Okay. Now, of course, if you know what these posters are about, they are really there to criticize the CCP, the Communist Party of China, um, and their treatment of the Uyghurs and Hong Kong and various things, you know, the surveillance state, if you look at the posters. Here's the thing. <clears throat> this is a tweet from Badiou Tsao himself. And um, he went on to say, hey, the George Washington University Chinese Students and Scholars Association is launching a witch hunt to the student activists putting up my boycott posters on campus. By the way, everyone wants to know what this gross stain on your chair is. I actually don't know. I think I was under my car and it was on my, you know, when you go into your car and you get like oil. Yeah. And then I lean back on my chair. Oh, what that's else yeah. would it be? I don't, I don't it's know. It's the wrong color to try to be <laughs> no, no, dirty like here, guys. No, no, it's greasy sweat or something. Anyway. No. 
Um, here's the thing. Sorry, I was being pea milk. Okay, pea milk running away. <clears throat> a classic smear campaign to cancel criticism against the CTP. So what happened here? Everybody, <clears throat> I want you to know, and please, you've heard it here first. Well, you've heard it here a number of times. Uni the Chinese Students and Scholars Association, if you ever see that anywhere, that is literally just an arm of the Communist Party of China in your school, in your university. They have ties directly to the embassies, they have ties directly to the Chinese government, and their whole purpose is to masquerade as some kind of like a, a student's organization. And you often also see the Chinese Cultural Association, anything like that. It's got nothing to do with culture other than the culture of censorship and, um, you know, snitching and that kind of thing. That's what they're there for. They're there to keep Chinese students that are overseas in line. They're there to make sure that the universities don't do anything that goes against the CCP's word. Okay? They're awful. So let's take a look at how this all started. Um, let's see. We'll, we'll get to the, the, the translation. But this which is officially from the, the George Washington University Chinese Students and Scholars Association. Remember that, Chinese Students and Scholars Association. That's, that's the, the groups that you have to watch out for. It's kind of like having the KGB in your, uh, in your school, all right? Or maybe overseas, the CIA. It's kind of like, oh, the whatever, South Africa Wits University CIA Association. That's literally what it is. They put out this statement, okay? Um, here's the English <clears throat> one, which I'm going to read out for you. On February 3rd, 2022, that is yesterday, posters that insulted China and discriminated against Asians appeared in many teaching buildings on the GW campus. This series of posters has serious racist views. Now, before we even continue, would you say those are racist posters? No. Okay. Why, how would they be racist? Yeah. It's uh, so it's racist to make a political statement on the genocide of Uyghurs? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Cuz it's how how is that racist? Uh it's not. It's not. Actually, Bodyatel has some good things to say about that. Let me just finish reading this. <clears throat> so, these posters have serious racist views and to a large extent has carried out extremely vicious personal attacks on all international students from China and Asian groups. Okay, how? How is a political statement against the Beijing 2022 Olympics affected Asian students? You know? You think some Filipino guy there is going to be like, oh no, oh, Uyghur genocide, I better watch out. You know what I mean? What the hell? Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. China and Asian groups. During the opening of the Winter Olympics, these posters expressed not only trampling on the Olympic spirit, but also a naked attack on the Chinese nation. Here, in the George Washington University Chinese Students and Scholars Association, uh, joined a group of student organizations to compile a joint letter and collect signatures. A signed joint letter will be sent to school leadership on Monday. A single spark can start a prairie fire. Please click the link below to sign the joint letter. We believe that with your help, the students or organizations involved will make a public apology and the school must punish them severely. 
Look at the wording of this. It's this reads just like one of those blue background uh, Communist Party of China notices that they send out. Yeah. Like for when they're trying to catch criminals and stuff. Punishments, punish them severely, insulted China, serious racist views. Yep. Attacks the Chinese nation. So now the head of the university, um, his name's Mark Wrighton, more like Mark Wrongton, if you ask me. All right. So, sorry. Said... Please know that I am personally offended by the posters. I treasure the opportunity to work with talented people mark, from mark, all over mark. the world, including China. Your reaching out to me directly is much appreciated. And we are working to have all these offensive posters removed as soon as possible. I too am saddened by this terrible event. And we will undertake an effort to determine who is responsible. So, okay. This is... The typical look it's sent to whoever it was sent by the way this this email was published by the chinese students and scholars association as a victory yeah on their yeah. you know on their well, forums and for stuff. them for them it was i like how it's it was sent to this person this student obviously who complained or the chinese students scholars association also sent to diverse which is obviously the diversity um uh what do you call that diversity department of the university and various <clears> other people these Chinese and Students and Scholars Association did a complete letter writing campaign to bombard every single part of the university that might get them a response, yeah. including the head guy. And he's like, I'm personally offended by these posters. And the worst part is I am saddened by this and I will determine, put an effort to determine who's responsible. In other words, I'm going to go find out who did this and punish them. Yeah. And why? Because a bunch of people cried racist. But guess what? The person who drew those posters is Chinese. Okay, number one. And number two, as Badiou Tsai himself said over here, <clears throat> the collection posted at, um, at the university includes five posters depicting the CCP's number one, oppression of the Tibetans. Number two, Uyghur genocide. Number two, uh, number three, the dismantling of the Hong Kong democracy. Number four, the regime's uh, omnipotent, omnipresent. Sorry, omnipresent surveillance systems. Number five, lack of transparency surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic. All right. It's not racist. It's literally talking about the Chinese government, not Chinese people, the Chinese government, the CCP. Yeah, the Chinese people didn't do any of those things. He just no. listed or depicted in the yeah. posters. See, he, he himself <sighs> said, this is Badiou Tsao, the Chinese dissident and artist. It is misleading and ignorant to call my art anti-China or racist, given the fact that I am a Chinese artist. The smear campaign from the CCP-affiliated groups like this directly harms freedom of speech in the University of George Washington um, and must the, the University of George Washington must protest and defend rights of its students to voice out for human rights. Okay? Which is a, a good thing. Now it continues. All Five posters designed are free for downloading to protest CCP's genocide. Please share and advocate, etc., etc. So um, he said, please share and advocate and protect those brave student activists who put my art on the campus of George Washington University. They are facing threats like doxing and physical harm from the CCP. So I want people to know mm -hmm. that when these organizations like Confucius Institutes or this one that you just read, mm -hmm. A lot of times it's the actual Chinese embassy that organizes them to do this. Yeah. So you have a foreign state actor getting uh, the Communist Party of China, getting people 
to go and do their dirty work, to go and harass and dox and harm people mm -hmm. in the university on the behalf of a foreign state. Yes. They do this. You understand this. The embassy, the Chinese embassy gets people to do this. Yes. It's so wrong. You think Can it, you imagine yeah. the American embassy trying to start some dissent in China? Yeah, it'd be terrible to punish some Chinese students or like that for saying happen. that. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Look, the smear campaign by the the um, Chinese Students and Scholars Association was also launched launched from WeChat. Now you got to understand. Now they're bringing in the entire Chinese nation. So not only do they, yeah. this should be a domestic, like, I mean, this should be an internal thing where they yeah. approach the bodies on campus to say, hey, look, we don't like these posters. We want them taken down. But no, they launched it on WeChat and spread it throughout the Chinese nation to get them all pissed off about it to, in order to pressure mm -hmm. and send more pressure from China. Okay. Not only that, to potentially cause harm to the students' families within China. That's correct. That's the whole point. If they can rouse this up and make it a huge thing in China, maybe the parents who have their children in that university, they'll be like, oh, my, my, my son or my daughter is in that university. I wonder if it's one of them. You know, get them all worried and contact their children and say, look, what's going on or something like that. See, it's a big campaign to pressurize and to intimidate and to silence anyone who goes against the CCP. All right, so... Um, just evidence that it was posted on WeChat. So in other words, it's now broken out of a local little email chain or a little thing. It's everywhere. I like the I that they use. Yeah. Like we see you. Yeah, we see you. Exactly. I, the artist of all four, five posters, <clears throat> want to propose to the um, George Washington University um, and the George Washington uh, University China Students and Scholars Association to have an open debate on the campus um, on the topic, if my art is racism or legitimate criticism, criticism against the CCP. Now, remember, up until this point, the leader of the university, the head of the university, has said that these posters are personally offensive and I will get to the bottom of this and I'll take care of it. You know why? Because the freaking Chinese Student and Scholars Association just said, racist. Oh, my God, these are racist. Oh, no, they insult the Chinese nation. And this guy's like, oh, shit, like, oh, I better watch out, you know. Don't need that on it. We don't need that kind of thing around here. I'll just capitulate. Yes, they're racist. We'll get them taken down. Don't you worry. Rather than be like, wait a second. What is this? Yeah, what are these things? And is it actually racist? Because it's totally not. No. Okay, anyway, so it moves on. <clears throat> the CCP is always trying to confuse and mix the notion among country, people, and government in order to cancel any criticism as anti-China or racism. This has been the strategy since the very beginning of its ruling, um, even reflecting in its national flag design. Okay, And this is why they're so successful. If you criticize the Chinese government, how is that a criticism of a Chinese person? It's not. This is a tactic they've been using against us as well. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, they try to do this against people like Badio Tsao, and it just backfires because he's ethnically Chinese. Yeah. People, people like us, it's e easier, even easier target. You'll see the pro-CCP shills that work on behalf of the Chinese government, the Western people. Yeah. I'm not talking about Chinese, we're talking about Western people that work for the Chinese government. Yes. Because they actually do that. It's kind of like how people worked for the Nazi party. 
Yeah. Remember those guys? Yeah. They were actually lo- like did Lord propaganda. Hall, yeah, yeah, they did propaganda for the, the Germans. Yes. Same thing. So they'll go and do smear campaigns calling us racist because we criticize the Chinese government and we stand sure. up for human rights in China. It's yeah. the hypocrisy is very rich. Sure. But at the same time, it's also effective on weak people. Yes. And this, I, I hate to say this about this Mark guy. He was, he's weak. Yeah. He's a weak person. Yeah. Um, or, or hor- horrifically lazy. Yes. I should say he was weak in that moment because at least yeah. he, he sorted it out. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Yeah. So you see, um, Badi Tsao then continues. Design of the Chinese flag does nothing to reflect China's history, culture, or people, but a pure politicized propaganda to enforce the CCP's dominance. The big star stands for the CCP. The four little stars, different classes, meaning all people just follow the CCP. That's why my flag in my art represents the CCP instead of Chinese people. Okay, which is very straightforward. This is, honestly, it's a national flag, okay, of the CCP. There, that's it. It's not the Chinese people. Right, so, next. Chinese Cultural Association from um, the George Washington University uses WeChat to launch a new witch hunt against my Beijing 2022 protest art. It claims the George Washington's new uh, university, new, sorry, new president, said he is personally offended by my art. I kindly asked Mr. Wrighton why my art criticizing the CCP should offend him. Now, this is obviously um, before he made a retraction, and he did make a retraction mm-hmm. because I, I don't know who, but somebody went and told him, hey, listen, you're calling these posters racist and so on, but this person that made these posters is Chinese. Because what you do at that point, if you're Mark Wright, and I don't want to, I, I want to say, I shouldn't call him weak because maybe he just didn't know what the hell was going on at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, and I respect what he did in the end. But the, the problem I have with this is that if you're just so quick to jump and say something's racist without looking into what race it came from, yes, that makes you kind of culpable in the scenario. Well, because yeah. it also means you've fallen prey to a foreign government. Yes. You allowed a foreign government to to dictate what you do in your in your university policy. Yeah. It's wrong. It's totally wrong. It's a I foreign mean, state actor. If he took a look at the posters themselves, he would see, oh, what's going on? The the skater is cutting up the Hong Kong flag. Um, how's that racist? Okay. Hong Kong people are Asian? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't make it's all the race. But you saw how they worded the letter that it intimidates and makes all Chinese students and all Asian students feel intimidated and insulted and stuff. How how can the Chinese Students yeah. Association speak on behalf you of the You know who's Asians? probably really offended by this are all those Hong Kong students there. Oh wait a second. Mm-hmm. The ma- vast majority of Hong Kong students supported the democracy protests. Yes. Oh, you know who might be offended is all those Asian Uyghur people. Wait a second. No. The vast majority of Uyghurs are against the occupation of Uyghur territory sure. and the, the genocide camps. Oh, what else? Maybe Tibetan. the Tibetan. Yeah. I bet that Tibetan group of people are very pro-CCP. Yeah. You see, I, I in nowhere in these pictures do I see a white guy attacking yeah. an Asian person or a black guy attacking yeah. an Asian person or any other race no. attacking. It's Asian, Chinese it's not even Asian. It's just the Chinese government, the CCP, attacking Chinese people and other people. Okay? So anyway, he said, <clears throat> in this letter from the Chinese, uh, the whatever association, calls my art about the CCP uh, crimes against Tibetans, Hong Kongers, and Uyghurs are controver- controversial and violent, but why does the CCA not denounce CCP's Uyghur genocide as racist and hateful? but call my art depicting this human rights disaster as too violent. You know? 
the it's hypocrisy. Just, I mean, yeah. it's, it's so clear, though. No one's offended. Mm. This is operating on behalf of a government to run defense yes. in a foreign state. Yeah. No one's... No, one no is, one's offended. Nope. Just the stupid uh, students and Chinese Students and Scholars Association. Which is the Confucius Institute. Yes. Or the whatever they call themselves. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. it's just the Chinese, Chinese government. Chinese yeah. Association. They call they themselves all different names, yeah. but it's the same thing. Yeah. Again, CCA tried to pin my art with a Chinese virus accusation, but my art is explicitly targeting the CCP. Yes, I would call it the CCP virus. That's because the five-star flag never represents China's culture, people, or history, but CCP's dominance. That's correct. The main star of the Chinese flag is the government. Yes. That is not a that is not hearsay. So we were speaking about curling, right? Yeah. So here's this <laughs> curling picture nice. where um, the Communist Party of China's representative is pushing um, uh, the COVID virus. Yeah, pushing it. I would say, I would read this as pushing away the blame of the yeah. COVID well, virus. Well, I mean, his too. whole thing was because due to the lack of transparency yeah. of the CCP yeah. around, surrounding the coronavirus is sure. why he made this poster. Okay. So, you know, we see how this is going, right? And by the way, China's national CCTV was spotted on the great um, George Washington University campus. Imagine if uh, and they interviewed students about his protesting posters. Um, if confirmed, uh, it will be concerning development. It was confirmed. They were asked if they were CCTV and they said that they were um, doing a report on behalf of the CCTV. So why can't I go do a report in China? Yeah. Can I? I'm. We, we do journalistic how about pieces. C, how about CNN going to a Chinese university? Because that's about, what it is. How about any, any mass media? Or honestly, even us. I'm saying someone as lowly as us. We yeah. can't go onto a Chinese campus and interview people. No. Neither can any mainstream media. No. So how, how is this allowed? Like, I'm not saying to ban them, by the way. Yeah. But I'm saying the hypocrisy is so rich. Yeah. It's insane. They don't realize that they get to use these American privileges yes. in journalism, and they don't get harassed. No, they don't get harassed. They don't get shut down. They but, don't get... But they work on behalf detained. of the government that goes to harass people. Yes. And they, their job is to signal boost the story so people get hurt. Yeah, that's correct. So, I mean, it doesn't end there, of course. Um. The Global Times, Chinese state media in English, re reported on this too, saying freedom of speech as the last refuge of racist hater. The, the George Washington University Asylum for Racism reflects double standards of U.S. society. We, got, we actually have to get back to this article because we first have to see what the, the, the retraction was, okay, yeah. what the guy actually said. All right, I have to bring it up here. It's too small up there sure. for me to read. Um, and for those of you and who props think, to him for doing this. Yeah. So Mark, Mark S. Wrighton... Or, he righted his wrong. Yeah, he was previously wrongton. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> says dear He's members, dear members of the George Washington University com community. Last week, the university learned of posters on campus depicting images that alarmed some members of our community, and we began to receive a number of concerns through official universe university reporting channels mm -hmm. that cited bias and racism against the Chinese community. I also received an email directly from a student who expressed concerns. So you see how it works. They they do this scattershot approach. It's kind of like what they did with our wives, where they uh, they um, approached their bosses and the the public security bureau and everybody, right? So they they went through the official channels channels using the scholars and students association. They probably went through the diversity. They did because it's there. They went through the diversity department of the university to cry racism because they know they know that that's 
That's a sure, a sure thing. You go to the diversity department and you're like, oh, there's racism. Diversity department's like, finally, we get to do something we're paid to do here. It's like, yes, we prove ourselves. We get to prove our budget's actually there for a reason. But then they end up wrong to in here. <laughs> they end up wrong to anyway. So, you know, they approached everyone and the student, that person obviously got the reply, sent an email too, etc. <clears throat> so, at that time, and without more context on the origin or intent of the posters, I responded hastily to the student, writing that I too was concerned. University staff also responded to ensure the posters were removed. These responses were mistakes. Every member of the George Washington community should feel welcome and supported, but I should have taken more time to understand the entire situation before commenting. I have since learned from our university scholars that the posters were designed by a Chinese-Australian artist, Ba Diu Cao, and they are a critique of China's policies. Upon full understanding, I do not view these posters, posters as racist. They are political statements. Okay. Only because he's been told, hey, actually, the guy who made them is Chinese. No, but actually, I do want to apologize for saying that he was weak because this is this statement is correct. It's not just saying like, oh, we're letting the posters back up. He's saying I rushed. I rushed to yeah. conclusions. Well, I mean, I think that this, is, that's admirable. But this is the only route he could take. Yeah, but that's admirable yeah. to do that. Uh, I mean, good no, you could, you could put out a bullshit letter so you could appease the Chinese still and be like, yeah. hey, well, it's actually against the rules that I tick them down. Yeah. But he said, no, listen, I didn't understand. Yeah, which is good. And I appreciate that. So he said, no, I do not view these posters, posters as racist. They are political statements. <clears throat> there is no university investigation underway, and the v university will not take any action against the students who displayed the posters. See how quickly this changed. He had already committed to do that, and they wanted that. They wanted severe punishment, and they were going to get it. You know what? They were going to get it, and they do all the time. This is how they silence any kind of voice against the CCP. This is a rare case where it's been caught out. A very rare case, you know? <clears throat> I want to say I want to say something too. Yeah. You can bet your bottom dollar if we went to go because we've been asked to do this by multiple students at least mm -hmm. to go make a speech at a university. You yeah. can imagine the outrage. And oh, they yeah. would honest I'm going to go out there on a limb and say we probably wouldn't be allowed to do it. We should try. We should try. Yeah, let's try. Anyway, so he continues. I want to be very clear. I support freedom of speech, even when it offends people. And creative art is, valued way, is a valued way to communicate on important societal issues. I also support the many students and faculty at our university who are engaged in researching and actively advocating against all forms of discrimination, marginalization, and oppression. Our university scholarship, research, and support for those among us who need it most are the reasons that this great institution has fulfilled its mission for more than 200 years. As we embark on our third century, I'm committed to upholding our mission and ensuring our community has the support to continue this critical work. Yours sincerely, Marcus, currently Wrighton, not Wrongton. Yes. So, Marcus Wrighton. But good then, job, then after this retraction was made, that's when the Global Times yeah. came out with this like, oh, yeah, well, look, I love freedom, of freedom of speech is the last <laughs> refuge of racist hater. <laughs> it's so, and there's no details about this. No, by, by the way, way, they couldn't show the posters no, in this article. because Chinese state media is not allowed. Just like Eileen's statement isn't allowed to be in China. Yeah. 
that you can't show the Badio Tao posters in Chinese media because they're against the CCP. Exactly. So, it's you incredible. know, the, the, the annoying and, and the thing we have to take away from this, honestly, is the fact that the Chinese students and just students in general who had the, the courage to put those posters up mm. face a huge risk, yes, a massive risk, and they almost pay dearly. You, you saw how the Chinese, let's just call it the Chinese government, basically put out a letter to say that this, this stuff is racist and it's mm-hmm. terrible and they must be punished severely. And the head of the university went, okay. In a foreign country. Yes. From a foreign country. And they said, okay. Okay. We, on behalf of this foreign country that is actually not allied with us whatsoever. And you know what? any interests, similar interests. they took the posters down. They did. And they started their investigation. Yeah. Yeah. They absolutely did that. And it was only after people were like, what the fuck, dude? This this guy's Chinese. And this is not racist. This is talking about the government. Because I bet your bottom dollar you can get a Black Lives Matter poster up there. Or something that insults Biden or Trump. That's allowed to be put up there. You know, something that insults Israel or whatever, right. that might be tricky. But, you know, you put these things up in the university and they're allowed. You're not immediately going to get like, oh, that's racist. Let's quickly go out and, and find who did this. Right. But, yeah, no, if it's the CCP, it's like, oh, wow. Right. Let's not, let's not um, you know, offend that, that money cash cow that we have of the Chinese international sure. students. Sure. It's terrible. Yeah. And those people had such risk. And they are Chinese people, too. Yes. People putting up the posters. Oh, yeah. That's you know? the biggest issue is yeah. that the, the biggest supporters of this stuff and the people that the Chinese people that are trying to express their freedom of speech yeah. can't do anything and feel pressured and intimidated. I remember I met this guy at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was like, oh, we, we drove the same car, right? Yeah. And then we started speaking Chinese together. He's like, holy shit, you can speak Chinese and all this kind of stuff. And we were talking about this. And he's like, I can't say what I want to say. Yeah. I can't make fun of Xi Jinping. I can't do anything because my family's still in China. Yeah. And I, I, I literally can't. And I came here thinking I could. Yeah. Right. But he faced this wall. Yeah. He faced this wall, and that was somewhere in upstate New York. Yeah, dude. You know, it's terrible. They're everywhere. Um, you know, the the eyes of the CCP yeah. are everywhere. And look, and they get yeah. people to capitulate. They get they organizations do. to say, "Oh, we're so sorry, Chinese government, not modern day Nazi Germany." Yeah. Oh, Buhaoisa Hitler. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So anyway, guys, um, this is a big lesson to everybody. Um, if you are a university student. Be very vigilant of these Chinese Students and Scholars Associations and things like the Confucius Institute, the Chinese Cultural Association, CCA. That was the other one. Um, Be very wary of them because they work directly with the Chinese government and they are literally just there to censor people. They're not there to teach you Chinese and paper paper freaking doll art or whatever they do, you know, all the fancy nice things that are part of Chinese culture. You don't need these associations to teach you that, okay? No. Those Chinese, beautiful Chinese traditions, you can learn yourself or you can learn from Chinese people. You don't need some omnipresent, on-campus government organization there to tell you what you can and can't say and what you can and can't put up on a wall. I implore, like, honestly, implore any leadership, like, doesn't matter, Republican, Democrat, Independent, whatever, to not allow Chinese government organizations to operate on U.S. soil. Correct. It's, It's incorrect. It's absolutely incorrect. It's outlandish. And when it when it's found out that they have influence like this, when the embassy is like putting out messages like this to get influence in universities, you shut it down. Yeah. You shut it down immediately. It should be that that specific <clears throat> um, students and scholars association 
needs to go. You can have a Chinese club. Have one. I yeah. would join it. I yeah. love Chinese stuff. I love the Chinese language, food, culture. Have that. Doesn't need to be sponsored by a country, does it? No. It could be third party. And as soon as you find out that there's government influence from a foreign state, you shut it the fuck down. You know, it's been a pretty sad state of affairs because it's not like universities and so on didn't have Chinese classes and Chinese. Of course. For instance, you know, like in South Africa, when I went to go learn Chinese, it was a Taiwanese person teaching. Okay. Teaching Mandarin. That's okay? great. You got a Taiwanese person there teaching all about culture and everything. Guess what? Confucius Institute rolls around. Now they get shut down. You know what? Because they can't have a Taiwanese person teaching Chinese culture. No. You know what I mean? And then it's like they, they have these ultimatums and yep. they just completely destroy it. It's a horrible situation. All these Confucius Institutes and stuff need to go. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go. Any government, Chinese government influences is 2022. There's no more loopholes and stuff. We shut this down. Yeah. Now we got to do it. And you vote for leadership that does that, whether it's local or whatever. And you bring that issue up. And you you know what you do to make it really, to make the point stick is you get Chinese support to yeah. back you up because these Chinese people want their voice too. Yeah, that's the problem is it's Chinese students on campus are the ones that are actually suppressed the most. Yes. And yes, out of those Chinese students, a percentage of them are like wildly nationalist and they back this kind of censorship and they want that. And they are the ones helping enforce that. But that's just a percentage. It's yeah. not all of them. No, not even close. Yeah. They're exactly. the vocal ones because yeah, they're the allowed to be. Because it, it's real easy to <laughs> agree with a tyrant because he's not yeah. going to stump on you. He'll support you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a very, very sad state of affairs. Yes. Anyway, so we thought we'd uh, bring that up. And that's the last thing we have in Worldview. So it's time for us to hit our Yamcha section, which, of course, you guys all know what Yamcha is about by now. Yamcha is where we just have a chat. We answer your super chats. We just chill out. We relax. Have a good time. Um, it's kind of my favorite part of the show and we leave it up for the weekend and on Monday we cut it out of the show, but you can still watch it on Patreon, but it's not behind a paywall. If you're watching us now, you can watch it. If you watch it over the weekend, you can watch it. And, um, you know, if you don't catch it, you can always catch it on our Patreon later. 